I'm working on dying. Said you belong to the streets, but the streets belong to me. It's like home to me. It's like home to me. I tatted your passport up, now it's looking like a home sleep. Just know that was all me. And when you see Chanel, I wish that's how you saw me. That shit you tell Chanel, I wish that's how you call me. That raw shit, that honesty. Yeah. You know I love you more than all them niggas put together. And it's a lot of niggas trust I put the list together. And it's a lot just to assume we're meant to be together. You gotta live that shit for real, you can't just say whatever. You can never tell nobody that you held me down. If it was ride or die, then you should have been there right now. So I don't care how you're yelling at me. How much I gotta spend for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? All the things I've done up until right now. I need a thousand pages just to write it down. Writing down these feelings, it's been overdue. Don't know how many pens it's gonna take to get over you. How much I gotta pen for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? Tried to run it back a hundred times. The world is yours, but the city's mine. Can't believe you put it on your mother's life. Can't believe you told me it was right or die. Cause you're not here somehow, you're still alive. True enough, I know you're from the other side. I set my expectations way too high. Yeah. And I would listen to the lies that you would tell all night. Angel eyes, what you been giving me hell all night. I know the book that you would write is a tell song, not a tell all. Make sure you well off, you will sell all rights. Why does your ex think we beefing? Is that man all right? That nigga can't even look at me. He fell off twice and I'm back popping. I still remember the day I saw you. I was on your ass like back pockets. Niggas love to hate, but what is that stopping? So much shit I wanted to say straight to your face. But you're so two-faced that I don't know which face. You're the reason we'll be going separate ways. You're the reason we cannot communicate. It's not the things you say, it's what you don't say. I'm not in your way, in your own way. So I don't care how you're yelling at me. How much I gotta spend for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? All the things I've done up until right now. I need a thousand pages just to write it down. Writing down these feelings, it's been overdue. Don't know how many pens it's gonna take to get over you. How much I got a pen for you to pipe down? How deep I got a dig for you to pipe down? Crew Season Podcast, we are back again. This is episode 65. Oh. 65. Kenny. T- <laughs> Kenny T couldn't make it today, man. He having uh, car troubles. That's a damn lie. Kenny Kawhi. I told y'all. <laughs> Kenny gonna put up a 50 piece of. <laughs> Disappear. He put up I'm a picture piece last week too. I'm hurt. He was in his bag last week. Oh my! You gotta give my, him that. See her. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro out, man. He gonna be back uh next week though, man. He'll be we back in a month, watch. Get this thing rocking. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> OT is in the building. The hoes forever gonna be hoes. <laughs> Queens will remain queens. That's very true. Though. <laughs> That's what was. <laughs> That's the type of time I'm old today. See this? See, see, oh, oh, going for forty today. I see it forever. <laughs> that boy is stupid, man. Oh my god! Now I'm DTLAC. This is another episode of the Cruel Season Podcast. How you fellas doing on this glorious afternoon? Is it? No, it ain't even afternoon. Morning. Ready. Y'all said we're going to turn up, so you know I'm ready to do my thing. It's been a while. You going to yeah. stay awake this time? Or? <sighs> I might not, but it's okay, but I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know, I wish y'all had been at, been at camp to see us, but my boy O was in the section. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like it. For the party live as hell. Bro, bro had a bottle in one hand <laughs> that was in his lap. He was sitting on like, you know how like when you go to a restaurant, they got booths. And like mm-hmm. it's a, like divider separating the booths, right? O was sitting on top of the divider, like back propped up against the wall with the bottle in his lap, just like this, just dozed off. <laughs> Knocked out. <laughs> in the middle of the party, like Knocked super loud. But uh but yeah, that's why I asked him if he gonna if he gonna stay awake today, man. Yeah, We're gonna I'm try to up. you know what I'm saying, let him let him I'm, slow roll today, man. I'm gonna stay up until that. You know what I'm saying? Take me a nap. You know. I just I know. I know my role. You know what I'm saying? I know my role. And I play it well. <laughs> you know what I'm I can't drink till I pass well. out no more. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that no yeah. more. Days over with. <laughs> Days over with. But we came in playing a record off of that new certified Lover Boy album. Shout out to Drake. What is y'all review? What is y'all review of the album? Give me first off, give me a one to ten scale rating, and then mm-hmm. give me your favorite records. Ooh. One to ten, I'm gonna go nine. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. I'm going nine for sure. And I'm going champagne poetry as my favorite. Mm. Mm. The remorse is my favorite. Mm. <laughs> More stuff there too. That's all I too. <laughs> seven a.m. The seven a.m. Mm. on, on Brittle Path, man. Yeah. Mm. Pipe down. Mm. Yep. Pipe down's what the what we Into came in deep. on. Into deep. Mm. Into deep go beat, man. Look, mm. I listened to Into Deep the first time, and on everything, I was like, brought you back. I, I know this shit gonna be live in the strip club. Oh yeah! Hey. I just imagine somebody just serenading me with the body. Just take my money, <laughs> take all of it. Hey, in the Bible is hard. Love all that Jay Z verse is just. Boy, was shooting in that verse. You got tired of all that. Hey, give me a three. Only live twice. Give me a three. Give me a three. I don't know. I can't get you three. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't, I can't give you three, but just on first listen, I'm gonna just tell you, you my go. three on first listen. Mm-hmm. Was Champagne Poetry mm-hmm. In Too Deep mm-hmm. And 7am on Brittle Path mm. That was my first Okay Three just off the top First run First run First, first, run. first run My first run was Champagne Poetry Off the reel mm-hmm. uh, The Remorse Right mm-hmm. Hard <sighs> No pressure <laughs> It's a lot of pressure A lot of pressure out here <laughs> 
You got so many on here. These hoes cold. I'm gonna go with pipe down. It's my third one. Valid. Okay. It's a valid three. Um Damn, my, that's all records with just him. Yeah. Boy cold like that, man. Mine, um, I got it a nine out of ten. I think it's a nine out of ten. Uh, rating. My my three, I'm going in the Bible. That's one. That's the record I done played most. Mm-hmm. Uh pipe down and then um you only live twice. Mm-hmm. I think you only live twice reminds me of Lord knows. Okay, and that's why it just hit. Me. And then Ross, this is another thing that needs to be discussed. Ross has not missed on a feature verse ever in his twenty plus year career. He's never missed on a feature. Dude. Every time he come on the feature, he's smashing it. Don't matter who on it. Don't matter. He has a top one or two verse if there's multiple people on it always. And. He don't he don't get enough credit in my opinion for his pen game. I've been telling niggas, man. I've been telling niggas that gotta change. I've been telling niggas for years. My nigga Rick Ross, top five. He could definitely be out there for sure. He cold, man. For sure, for cold. sure. But yeah, those are those are my three. And again, it's just bound to change. It just depends on what I'm doing. If right. I'm out in too deep, might be number one. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, classic project, man. Uh so, Fair Trade is another one. I I'm I'm a big fan of Fair Trade. So which track did you which 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 track did you not like? What was what was your least favorite track on there? Oh, uh, the one with Cuddy. Take that off. I'm not really a Cuddy fan. I've, I've never been. I never understood the hype. I just uh, I don't and, don't. and don't get me wrong. I'm not a Cuddy hater. Like I know he got a fan base or whatever. I've literally tried to listen to multiple songs. Like I've asked Cuddy fan, hey, which point me to a tape, point me to an album that I need to listen to, to where I can try to see what y'all see, hear what mm-hmm. y'all hear. And every time they point me to something, I listen to it, and I just be like, it's cool. I mean, it's a lot of humming, a lot of mm-hmm, a lot of like humming and, you know, melodizing that way, but I don't really see nothing that just like, okay, yeah, he's super nice. I, I rock with him. To where it's like, even like with uh, Travis Scott, who does a lot of the humming mm-hmm. and auto-tune stuff, but he just, he makes dope records. He makes a lot of good songs. But like, Cuddy records just don't hit me like that. Hey, you that. know what's crazy? The one I would take off is the one with Travis Scott. Damn. Fair trade? That's the one I would take off. That is fair trade, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Damn. That's, that's crazy. That's the one I would take off. That's the one that, that, that everybody but gonna IG caption like, the most. Like you just said though. I don't listen to you know Yeah, you don't yeah. See. Like mm-hmm. I can't resonate with none of his music. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just it ain't that like he not talking what I want to hear, because he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's just the sound, the way he delivers it. Right. You get what I'm saying? For okay. me, I'm not with just like straight like, up, like Young Two Chains. I cannot listen. And niggas say that's class. Which one? Come on, Titty Boy. Like uh, Titty Boy, True Religion, True Religion. You, I oh wow! Ooh, I wow. can't listen to that. Come on, smooth. I can't. What? I really can't. Right? When I got on Chains, when he dropped uh the the Pink album. What's that Pink album? Uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap. When, when he dropped when that, classic, classic. That's that's when I was listening. Now his what? features was great. Oh yeah, but. Tape wise, that's when I started listening to Chains, and from that moment, I love Chains. I gotta go Chains, man, because Chains gonna get to how I want to get to him. You gotta go. I tried to. That's like that's similar to like like the old Ross versus new Ross. But Ross been consistent the whole time. But look, you know what it is with with Smooth. What what I don't know is I've been knowing Smooth a long time, and like the more animated the artist is. He don't really want no part of it. Hmm. He want to hear that talk. He want to hear that that rapping. You putting words together. If you go back and listen to old Two Chains, he was saying some shit, but it was real animated. Okay. And real like jokey kind of. Okay. But like the, the later that he get in his career, he just coming on just 
destroying that's shit. True. You I know what I'm saying? Man. So it's like a, it's like a more mature flow that he has now, mm-hmm. and that's why he done bought into it. I got you exactly. So when I, mean, I first heard that, I replayed the first track like a hundred times before I got the album. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So that's one of that. You know what I'm saying? But the, like like I just said, the Travis Scott record, I get, that's just not for me. You get what I'm saying? The Drake record, the Drake part was was great, hard. But for me, I, I turned it when Travis started speaking. You know what? You know what made me a Travis Scott fan, bro. Which I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna beg you to go listen to the Rodeo album. Go listen to that Rodeo album at some point, either today, tomorrow, whatever the case may be. Ride to it home. Just ride to it and just check that out, and you're gonna have a different view. You may not become like a big fan of it, but you're gonna have a different view. Like, ah, okay, okay, I, I kind of see what they're saying. Like, cause he got some some records on there where when you you just cruising to him, he just he just puts you in that in that zone. He ain't really like rapping, rapping, which is what right. I know you like. Mm-hmm. But, but he he has to put you in that zone. I just, yeah. I just downloaded this is whole okay. vibe. Yeah, and he got people on here that I fuck with. Right. Okay. I'm trying to think of which one mm-hmm. did I hear first? See, I heard the first one I really heard was Birds in the Trap, Saint mm-hmm. McKnight. Yeah, that shit was tough. Mm-hmm. And then I think and then I went back and I think then I went back and listened to the rodeo. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, that rodeo tough, but for me, I first got on Travis that birds in the traps and make like that. Ooh, that whole beautiful. Well, speaking of Travis Scott, they they have a <clears throat> another artist that you know that's in common with Drake. Kanye released a record, mm. Donda review. Mm. I'm going. I'm going six out of ten. <laughs> Uh, I'm going six out of ten. Damn. I ain't going that low. I'm going six out of ten. That's him, not low. I'm gonna give him a seven point five. Seven five. Seven five eight. Yeah, yeah. Up and down. It was still. It was real good. It was still real good. That was good. Okay, that was good. I can't hate on. But that. I hate that he took out the cuss words, right? Yeah. Because the artists didn't agree on that. The artists that he had on mm-hmm. there didn't agree on that because they had to rap different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that. You took off a lot of artists' record, like a lot of artists' verses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you wanted it to be a certain image. Why you even have them do the song? You want to be a gospel album. You get, but why you have them do the song? I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And not like stop them, like, hey, bro, nah, they don't even tell them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you didn't say anything. You just took them off the, you know, and then on top of that, for your listening parties, you had them on the songs. Mm-hmm. Right? So people expecting them to be on the songs. And then your album come out, you you just scratch there, you just scratch everybody. And that was my issue, especially when I heard that Andre Three Stacks record. It's just like, mm. what? Mm. Like, how does that not make? How? How? You scratch everybody, and he didn't even cuss for real in that. He might have said a couple. Like you could you could believe those. How you take that off? Yeah, I don't know. That that would have been the best song on the album. Thanks. You get what I'm saying? So you had you for real for real. You you had a. A goddamn undeniable classic, and you fucked it off. Yep, that track would have gave Drake whole album a run for his money. <laughs> for real, but but <laughs> even if saying? even if he would have went with the first version of it, because it was three versions of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of them to where he wasn't dissing Drake; he was just rapping. Mm-hmm. And then and Stax came on and did what he did, and they you know it was a cohesive record. And then for some reason, he chose that beat to go back and diss Drake. I just so now Stax like, well, I wait, I didn't know. Right. This was that, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it, it didn't it didn't make the record. You know, Stacks don't want to be on be in the midst of something where you shooting at somebody else that right. he liked. Exactly. It's like, come on, fam, you put me in the middle of that. I thought we was doing. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I didn't make it. But okay, you lay that first that first version you had with Stacks, put that out, and this Drake on another song. You don't leave a three Stacks verse 
Just it's sitting just, on the hard drive. What are you doing? That bitch will never see light. Mm, mm, mm. Well, it's already saw light. It's in my phone right now. <laughs> like, like to where they can make money off of it. Yeah, and you never see was, light. That was beautiful. Man, too. that shit was crazy. And I would play it, but I don't want to get our part. And then, then on top of that, you take off Chris Brown record. Man, right. And Chris Brown let go the verse. That verse is crazy. He cooked. He did. He <laughs> cooked. Right, yeah, that he, cooked. he cussed a lot in it though, but hey. he, he he cooked for real. Let me see if I can find it. But that's what I'm saying. You had these guys record all this stuff for you on the beats and the songs almost finished, and then you take them off. Did he have the baby on one. God damn, he took it down already. Yeah, he took it down already. Damn. He took it down already. Yeah. Kanye kind of people don't be playing no games, bro. They yeah, the baby on down. one. I know he took Soldier Boy off. Yeah, the baby, he, bro, that's probably the best verse of the baby career. Yep. Y'all, you heard it? I didn't get to hear it. What? I didn't hear it that night. When best verse of his career. Yeah. For, I and you took, it, yeah. you took it down. Which is, which is why that's I think like, that was That's bad. like taking the Ross uh, 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 Devil in the Red Dress yeah. verse off. That's how it's like. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have bought the album baby just to put like it on the highway. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That, that's how Baby was going. Yeah. That's like taking like Ross off that song and you just ending it with Lil Baby or Dub Baby? Dub Baby. Dub Baby. Dub Baby. Okay. All right. I was making sure. That's what happened. That's essentially Damn. what happened. That's what he did to the Baby. Mm. Fucked him out some money. Because from that, from that Ross verse, yeah. you see what Ross you got. $100 million Ross. That's what you got. Looking at my Just from, you know what I'm saying? Away. Just from it's that strong. verse. And then you get that again. Then on top of that, Kanye, you get that twice in your career. You get that from Ross. And you get that from the baby And you scratch one What you doing mm-hmm. That ain't what you do baby That ain't what you do That's wild Yeah man that shit man I can't believe you ain't hear that though No I can't believe you ain't hear that bro That's why I give it a 6 Because your album For real for real For real for real Your album was a 10 mm-hmm. Production was was Production better. was amazing Pro- Production it, it, You know what I'm saying your, your production gonna be better Than anybody oh, in the game That's just what it is mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Everybody gotta come to accept that you get what I'm saying? Your production going to be, you know what I'm saying, better than anyone's in the game. So it's there, right? The bars and the sound quality, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you dare, goddamn me, destroy the records. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was my grievance. And then even the, the Jada Kiss verse, I think, like, why is that the second version of exactly. that record? Exactly. Did you hear what Jada Kiss was rapping on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so that was my grievance. Um, I I feel like I feel like the the album was directionless, in my opinion. He wanted to make a gospel album, but he I, I think that was a fairly new development, and that's what it sounded like. If you listen to a lot of these verses, just like Jada Kids, they're on there rapping about drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm sure if he'd have told him, "Hey, bro, this gospel," they would have switched the verse up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And and Chris Brown too, because Chris Brown was cussing a lot of, on his mm-hmm. verse too. But he didn't say that. He yeah. just, it looked like, it, it sounded like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, look, I'm finna make a, one hell of a fucking album. Right, give me your best stuff. Give me your best shit. And then when he finally got the shit together, you know what I'm saying, with his bars, because you know where his mind at. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? He was like, uh, instead of switching your bars up, because for real, for real, from what we heard before he took all that shit off, everybody was giving A plus effort. Yeah, it was hard. Everybody. Everything was hard. It was A plus effort. I know I'm going on the Kanye record. Yeah. Kanye is young. For real, for real, Kanye is the biggest artist on this planet. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. People say Drake, but your brand not as big as Kanye. So Kanye reached farther than you. Money ain't you. You get what I'm saying? Your money not, you know what I'm saying? So Kanye is bigger than you. Even though you run the game, Kanye is bigger than you. Drake said, I want to see your actual cash, not what you value. That's real. 
that's real too. Value that. You know why he's talking like that? Because he's not signing nobody no more. That's, that, that's, that's why he's talking like that. Drake is on. Drake is out here signing like distribution deals at this point. He's not signing young money. They you tried know? to give me a slice of the pie. I took the knife home. That's real rap. I think he made. I, I think he had like ninety ten splits now. You know what I'm saying? With, with with distributors, so it ain't no middleman no more. Yeah. You know when he first was on, you got to split it with Young Money. You got to split it with Cash Money. Split it with Universal. Now nah, he ain't signing none of them. He off. He free. So now and all give, everything he put out is coming in. And give uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay Prince a little. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Look cut. Yeah. Now I'm I'm go- I'm free. So as soon as this album dropped, I'm out of the deal. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go crazy. But um, but yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's a bunch of dope music that dropped, man. Uh, Big Thirty. Shout out to Big Thirty. Mm-hmm. Dope Big 30 ass album. Yeah, his shit nice. Um, free pool shiesty. Um. Shiesty gonna be locked up for a while, man. But free that nigga, man. Oh man, they gotta free that, free that innocent man. <laughs> innocent. man he didn't do nothing. That nigga man. on camera, you just not innocent. <laughs> you know what I'm I fuck that. with your music, <laughs> but I don't, I don't fuck with them broke nigga actions that you did, and you was a rich nigga, man. I can't, yeah, hey, I can't dog, fuck with that. My dog man. was wildin', man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you gotta yeah. change your mindset, baby. That's real. It's all good. But uh, but I, I I tweeted something the other day. I tweeted my top five rappers. I'm very interested. And hearing y'all's top fives Because the people want to hear us talk about music more they say Okay okay. So I want to hear y'all top five rappers Top five The game rappers. today, today. Currently. currently Currently As of September 5th yeah. Okay that, so. you, that, that you've been listening to Don't don't give me the top five the best Don't give me the Okay the three stacks The the, the Jay-Z Don't don't give me that Give right me, give me who in your rotation to. What right I've now. been listening to Yeah I'm going uh, uh, I'm going uh, Drake of course Of mm-hmm. course Fact I'm going J. Cole of course mm-hmm. I'm going Rick Ross. Uh fuck. Uh 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 Tory Lanes. Goddamn me. <laughs> Tory killing shit right now. You gotta uh, give him his credit. <laughs> and uh Goddamn, who would be my fifth? Who the fuck would be my fifth? See, right on the spot. This is what I say. We don't do no prep, man. We show up and show out. It's on the spot. I don't want a lot of y'all. I don't want to lie. I want I wanna get y'all the real. So What you gonna say, Benny? My fifth. Would probably be Benny for real. Would be Benny or Dolph because I listen to them together. Mm. Like I got to play this with them together. So Benny or Dolph would fit the the fifth for me. Okay, for real. Okay. And then it'll be close close six. Conway the machine. Oh, Conway, Conway, the machine. Conway cooking right <laughs> now. That's facts. Close six. Close six. So, so you got right all. now today in your rotation. In my rotation. Mm-hmm. No order. No order. Okay, Drake. Mm-hmm. You know I'm gonna put my boy Larry up there. Of course, Larry June. Larry of course. June. Hard. Got J Cole, mm-hmm. Isaiah Rashad, Isaiah Rashad. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Tyler Creator. Honorable mention. Or was that five? I thought I thought Isaiah Rashad was five. Maybe I miscounted. No, you miscounted. That was five. Oh, that was five. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, Tyler Creator, you're five. Todd created a cold boy. Yeah, right Ty now, right what I'm listening to right now, he be spitting. Hey, Todd Craig be spitting. Man, I walked in. I walked into uh, what's that? What's that weird ass store uh that sell all the sex shit? They got the little shirts. Uh, Spencer's. Yeah, Spencer's. I walked in there. They was playing this Tyler record. I had to ask the nigga what was the record. There it is. I said, Hey, bro, what's this? Hey, what is this? Like I was looking at a shirt and I just was like, Damn, Tyler. Hey, hey. What's this record? Yeah. You thought I was going to ask him about some clothes. Hey, what's this record? <laughs> For real. For real. Tyler be spitting. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I respect it. Um, My top five right now. Drake is one, obviously. Dirk two. Mm-hmm. Um, what I said? ESTG. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, damn, who else I said the other day? I forgot. Now I got to, now I got to scroll to my scroll to my list, scroll to my search. Mm. Um, I think I had Shiesty in there, if I ain't mistaken. I had Pooh Shiesty, and then for my five. Damn, I gotta pull up my list. I forgot I'm getting old, man. That's crazy. Yeah, Dirk, Pooh, Shiesty. Oh, yeah, ESTG. Baby. Baby is Baby. in the five. And then, yeah. Yeah, so Drake, Drake one, Dirk two, Baby three, ESTG four, Pooh, Shiesty at five. That's, That's my right five. Now, yeah. And I forgot Nas. Nas might be my honorable mention. Nas album is hard. That's another that one we didn't really hard. cover, man. I finally sat down and, and, and listened it's to it. It's hard. It's hard, man. His album hard. For it's hard. King's Disease 2 is hard. Yes. Yeah, man. It's better than King's Disease 1. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's Easy. Than King's Disease 1 by Landslide. Yeah. Man, that boy, that, boy is, that boy is a veteran, man. I just You just hear the records and you hear just how effortless it's coming out. You know what's crazy? Like, like he he's one of the few that got a timeless flow. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He can fit anywhere. Like that shit crazy. Which was when the collab first came out, that kind of scared me a little bit. Cause I'm like, okay, Hit Boy, that's a West Coast producer. Nah, I was, uh, I Hit Boy know. Low Key becoming one of the greatest, yeah. Dog. Becoming one of the I don't know who he's talking to. <laughs> but that nigga becoming one of the greats, yeah. Cold for real. You you need you a record, you wanna be top five, go see Hit Boy Factory. Yeah, that's, yeah. Real. that's real shit. <laughs> okay. Moving right along to the next story that People was asking us to speak on this shit. It's, I don't even know. I'm just gonna play the clip, man. This is from Trick Daddy, and I want to get y'all response on what exactly he has to say. So is Eat Booty Gang still in the fact? Well, I, I started. I, I, I built. I'm, I'm building. I'm building <laughs> up the franchise. So, so it's the Eat a Booty Gang. I'm building the franchise up now. I, I, now I'm getting the women to support the Eat a Booty Gang. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come on, talk. Wait, wait. Who is it? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When you say women to support the Eat Booty Gang, you yeah. saying women is eating the booty? Yeah, women oh, eat the on. booty. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. I don't know what to make noise for that or not. Yeah, I get eight out. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I get eight out. Listen, man. Check this out. Right, you don't have your legs in the air, though. It depends. We don't even think about that, bro. Okay. So, which one of y'all had your legs in the air? Stop you know, with that smooth bullshit. legs be tooted. Stop, stop with that bullshit. <laughs> stop with that bullshit. Y'all know who I am out here. Y'all know who I am out here. Okay. So, I don't know why people been sending me this clip all week. Um, I just like we just ended some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it been it been like a big debate on the timeline on I Twitter. Seen that. A big debate. That's because a lot of girls eating that ass out now. You said niggas started stuttering when they first asked. But I mean, you do do it. They say they like they used to like kissing on the gooch. Now they want to kiss that ass. <laughs> They like they they breast smelling like ass cheeks. Yeah. It ain't Man. for me. Some niggas do it, but it ain't. Nah, for can me. you imagine your girl doing that and then coming up to kiss you, bro? They do it. I ain't doing. You don't it. think they do? I ain't doing. I ain't with it, bro. I ain't with that's it. Some women that, so there's some candy. women that. ain't with it. There's some women that's really. You see them on the timeline all the time, especially on Twitter. Like they really be bragging and they they like doing that. And if they do don't, they not trying to turn off by it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. For that's just not my. It's not my bag. Well, ski daddy, <laughs> yeah. It's not my bag. But shout out to those again. Yeah, I'm not judging who do it. Hey, if what you do in your bedroom is your business. I don't care. But me, nah. We ain't trying going. to touch the yeah, back going. of them tonsils. You know oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but we are gonna move it right along. Oh. <laughs> Very quickly. Um, Lamelo Ball. We touched on this last part mm. in regards to him. Messing with this 32-year-old Instagram model, Cougar, mm-hmm. Predator. Mm-hmm. Now it's alleged that she's pregnant. Alleged? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't speak no on nothing that ain't facts, yeah? Yeah, let's say she's pregnant. She better not be. I can't speak on nothing that ain't facts. I need to see facts. Just to see the belly. Free my dog. See, you know what I'm saying? So my hypothetically, if she is pregnant, what's going to be the response? Stupid-ass boy. Yeah, and his daddy, his daddy said it. His daddy told him about how they're gonna be, mm-hmm. like, hey, but, you know, they young, wanna, you know, feeling it. She riding them or whatever. I want you to come in me. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 think he owned it too, and then just ah, and then damn, he done fumbled the old back. Okay, we're we going to pray on that not being true. We're going to wait on the results to come out before we touch on it. But, I mean, we touched on it in, you know, vast detail last part. I think it's ridiculous. I think um, – but I, I did see a, a lot of outpouring of them condemning the woman, and that's what I'm proud of. Hopefully it's his, too. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it ain't. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Hopefully it ain't. Oh, are you saying that he's taking care of something that ain't? But that, too. Yeah, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? God. Yeah, no, nah, he ain't going Because like if, if he she is pregnant by somebody else, that's – yeah, he ain't going like that. Like yeah, I said, they see, test off the rib, baby. Yeah, it's, way, it's way too much money at play for me to just be going on, uh, you know, goodwill that your ass ain't earned. But uh, but yeah, man, these these predator women, bro, they got to be stopped. And this shit is ridiculous. And I, and I like what I'm seeing. There's a lot of women that standing up like that's like, she's a predator. This she needs to be a jet like that type of thing. I, I I like that kind of energy. This done been going on way too long. But um, on that note, man, we're gonna get into quick hits. This should be good. Um, I'm just going to read. This is a tweet. I'm just going to read it. I'm going to get your response. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Only men can love a woman with no money, no house, or no car. Only a man can love a woman and expect nothing in return. Women can't do that. A woman's love comes with conditions. Mm-hmm. You must have this and that. A man just wants peace. Only thing women love unconditionally is their kids. I feel like we've touched on this before. Or well, one of us has. But what are y'all thoughts on that statement? That's a fact That's a fact man If you a nigga these days man, You ain't got your shit together bro You ain't got a little bit of nothing The women Let's say the women that you'd want Will never speak to you mm. Right You know what I'm saying But For a man like you can Bro A certain tier of money Will get you any money get, like, Will get you any woman On this planet Fact that's just what it is. I can care. I can care less how you look, how you smell, everything. For a man, you making goddamn me a couple mil a year. You could touch you any woman on this planet. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Well, let me say, a woman that's not that's not making nowhere near you. She could be making a million dollars, but if you're making tens of millions of dollars, she is still touchable to you. You know what I'm saying? But for a woman on your level, which is going to be very few, mm-hmm. very, very few, you might not have access to that woman. 
know what I'm saying? But everything else is on the table. The majority, 99.7% is on the table for you. They're at your leisure. But the other way, it don't work that way. It do not, especially if she got some money. She ain't even looking to the bottom. She don't know what the bottom look like. I'm going to come from the opposite end. I'm going to say, so yes, as a man, for the most part, yes, I agree. However, and shout out to P, because we were talking about this last night. Um, according to social media, that says otherwise. <laughs> because you'll have a lot of women taking care of broke niggas. Right. So, and they love them, they running after them, they having babies by them. Somebody that they know they can't provide, can't put a roof over their head. He, y'all sharing cars. So we can say that because, you know what I'm saying, we have something. But reality, it's like they are kind of giving them a chance for but a fair shot. there's people living at the bottom. She may have enough, but she's still at the bottom. We talking a woman that it, she didn't move and, 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 and went to that white picket fence. If the nigga wasn't there already, that'll never happen for Oh, yeah, him. he don't have a shot. That'll never happen for her. Yeah. Now, yeah, there are a lot of women taking care of these broke-ass niggas in the yeah. hood and all that type of shit. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we talk women with some sense. Women with some sense, like, hey, I'm, I got my degree. I'm going to do this. Or oh, I even got... They ain't got a degree. I, 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 got me a, uh, I got me a business. I'm successful a little bit. I can afford to move my family out, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to a, a reasonable neighborhood. She ain't looking back for no nigga like that. No, that type of woman, no. Hell yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, well, so you got to go from... For quality, yeah, I guess, or the scale of woman. But see, I think it boils down to environment. Just like, you know, what y'all both are saying is like, you know, a woman's going to pick the man that's in her environment, right? So she could be doing better than a lot of people that's in her, you know, um, area. But if she doesn't leave the area, she's more likely to choose yep. the man from the area. But just like y'all saying, she making tens of millions. You're not living in third ward Houston. It's not happening. You're not. Not, not happening. You in River Oaks. You in Katy. Yep. You in Woodlands. Pearland, something like that, to where it's like it's a different kind of environment. You know what I'm saying? To where it's, it's money involved, and it's not a lot of those just low quality men in that environment. So she's gonna be more likely to pick somebody mm-hmm. that's on her level. But as mm-hmm. far as her, like going back to the hood to actively pick, no, that, mm-hmm. that's out. But again, I think you know surroundings are everything. But um, in regards to the tweet, man, I feel like you know it's a lot of truth to that, and that's what I spoke on. I think a couple bars back in terms of like what's required. From a man and what's required and expected from a woman. Truth be told, it's not much expected from a woman. That's tangible. Right. It's not. We expect like intangible things from a woman, like be our peace, be our support, you know, be our show to lean on, like a woman that motivates me, inspires me. All that is intangible stuff. Mm-hmm. But like a tangible, like I need my woman to have uh 20,000 in the bank I need my woman To drive a Benz I need my woman To have a big house Like that You sound crazy If you listen Those things out mm-hmm. So that's what It boils down to Like yeah. Um, yeah. But in regards to men Like you gotta have All of that To get with a like You know A quality Quality woman, woman. Like a high quality woman Like you gotta have All of that Because she has it already So if you're not Coming to the table With nothing You asked out like in, and the, the wild part is most men won't even shoot at women like that, mm-hmm. because they know you know what I'm saying. It's gonna come with a headache. Hell yeah! So you know it's a situation where um, I don't I don't know. Like I, I think once you get in a relationship, it balances out. But in the courting stage, dating stage, 
it's not set up for for men. It's set up for women. It's set up to like who can please the woman because again, it's like I said, the man has to court her. The mm-hmm. man has to be creative on planning dates. The man has to pay for said dates. The man has to have the everything. car. He has to go pick her up. He has to drive. He has to do all of that. You pay for everything up front when you're a man. Yeah, all of that just for a chance. It's like a down payment for her to be your woman. Not even that. Not for her to like you back. Right. Yeah. For a chance, what I'm saying for a chance for her to be your woman. This ain't guaranteeing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. See what happened on live just now, right? When she approached him. They hung out, went on a date, so he want to press the issue a little bit because they having a good time. And she, she boy, tried to, you she, know, she, she, tried to mm-hmm. she tried to turn him into the fool nigga. Yep, yep. But you know what's wild is that a lot of those women will say, you know what? Yeah, y'all do. Y'all are expected to give us all of that up front, but we'll give it to you on the back end. But there's also reports If you ask any man That's been married For a legitimate amount of time Or in a, on a long term relationship He'll say What she's giving you Dies down The longer that you're Definitely In a relationship So it's down. like When do you get The reciprocity Like it's rare for a man You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm lucky to be one of them men But it's, right. it's rare to, to see a man and, and say Hey bro Like like damn My woman did everything You know what I'm saying She courted me She you know what I'm saying I caught it up God damn me Everything was equal trade We ain't got to worry about nothing mm-hmm. That takes a lot of pressure on, That takes a lot of pressure off mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying Because she was ready to build mm-hmm. A lot of women not ready to build They like uh, What can you do for me Yep They want the facility already ready Not exactly. the, They don't want the land being bought You know what I'm saying Laying down the foundation The concrete They want that structure already there Exactly And they able to walk in And put their shit in there But a smart woman would be like I want it built in my image you get what I'm saying? So I'm going to do what I got to do to make sure it's built in my image. Which goes back to the conditions. Another thing that I wanted to speak on. Like women will promise you those qualities, but they come with conditions. It's like, okay, you want a feminine woman. Yeah, okay, I can be feminine as long as you're providing a space for me to be mm-hmm. as a man. Or as long as you're a man, then I'll be feminine. Or if you want this from me, like, yeah, if you paying my bills and taking care of the crib, then yeah, I'll be a, a wife to you. I'll give you wife qualities. Like everything comes with condition. To whereas men, if we say, okay, if you nagging me, I'm not paying the bills this month, you look crazy. That's facts. You know, you know what, what Find a way to pay your own phone bill. Yeah, since you don't <laughs> want to stop arguing, you don't want to stop complaining, you're not, you not being my peace, which is what, like, I want peace from you. You're not giving me that. So I'm not paying the bills this month. I'm not paying your car note this month. I'm right. not buying you. Like, you, you sound crazy. You ain't giving me no sex. Right. I ain't paying shit. You're going to be villainized. <laughs> facts. But with women... Them being who they are comes with a condition. Okay, yeah, I'll do it if he does what he's supposed to do. So that that condition thing she's speaking to is very real. Like as a man, you just expected to tuck all that in, her nagging, her complaining, her insecurities from past relationships. You tuck all that in and be a man and still pay for everything, still be her rock, still be her leader, still hold her up. Matter of fact, repair her mm-hmm. from the last relationship mm-hmm. is what you expected to do. So it's I just like, I feel I feel like in this next generation we're gonna see a lot of marriages. The ones that's gonna be long term and work, it's gonna be the ones where they they going fifty fifty, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like the woman and man paying for shit and doing shit and mm-hmm. playing this shit together and picking up and all that type of shit. It ain't gonna be the marriages to where the man dominate the money. Right. You get what I'm saying? And they gonna get it all and then you know what I'm saying? Because that shows that shit don't work in, in our Society for black people That shit don't work Right Cause a woman be super fucking sad She can't do nothing without his say so You know what I'm saying You want traditional That's what that come with If I say no I don't give a fuck how much you like it 
You ain't doing it. Right. You ain't got no money to do it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like in the next generations that we see of people getting married and shit, when they slow it down, goddamn me, 50 50 is what's going to work. What's going to work long term for everything, I financially agree. wise. Because people be like, 50 50 is the key to it. Man, I know niggas this day, still to this day, right now, in my age bracket, we go to work, goddamn me. Come home, we wrestling with the kids. Mm-hmm. So actually, we putting in more work. We putting in the same amount of work you putting in. And if she's a stay at home mom, we putting in more work than you. Right. Because the moment we come home, we got to turn off everything we did at work and be in daddy mode, be in husband mode. Yep. Got to give her some relief from the kid right. and exactly. be a support as a husband. Correct. Exactly. Right. They don't look at it that way. They don't look at it that way. But you that's a lot of yeah. fucking work. All with no. Uh, intermediate time Exactly right. You don't even get a nap right. you coming only, the, Your only intermediate time Is in the car Right mm-hmm. So if that If that drive 10 minutes <laughs> Good luck That's a quick reset <laughs> <You get>, That's <laughs> just what it is Look at no time You know what I'm saying Hell yeah Cause but, uh, I, I don't know too many niggas getting, That's married that's, that's getting off work And then going straight out Right You know I bet I'm nah. gonna give me a drink With my boys And Hell all that No. Nah. Nah. Especially, Especially got kids right. Especially Hell, when not, you got not, kids Not when you got kids mm-hmm. Hell no right? I imagine So for a man For real for real We actually putting in more work We talking about men That's taking care of their kids That's taking right? care of their kids Taking care of their family Providing all that time For real for real We actually putting in more work And you hollering about traditional mm-hmm. How is this traditional Because mm. from what they explained to me Traditional is I go get the bag I come home I do what the fuck I want to do Kick your feet up you get what I'm saying? That's yeah. traditional. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just what it is. You answer to me at the whole household, answer to me. Mm-hmm. And also, another thing, the women get to fold before the man does. In a situation like that, we mm-hmm. both work, whatever, we come home, whatever. Hey, baby, I had a rough day. As a man, you got mm-hmm. you gotta tuck in your rough mm-hmm. day to make sure that your wife is okay. Sure yeah, yeah, I just got rolled up. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, on a, I'm on a six month probation. <laughs> But you've been having a long day. So now I got because you don't like you don't like Keisha on the back end. It's real rap. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta tuck all that and I gotta take care of these children. Because as a man, you're supposed to be her rock. You're supposed to hold her down when she's weak, when she's emotional. You're supposed to be that 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 calming, steady influence. But that's what drives men crazy. Mm -hmm. Because we don't get to come home and do that. If if you had a rough day and I had a rough day and we both come home just like, man, I can't do nothing. It's gonna be in chaos. That's why Papa gone at fifty nine. Exactly. And yeah. the eight. And you know a lot of saying? women don't look at that like they killing their man, but you is straight up. You really killing your man off because he working so. You want traditional, right? Most, most niggas that I know that was traditional, they died way earlier than their wives because mm-hmm. they was working so hard. They ain't, they ain't have time to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I take this day off. Goddamn me, we might miss a few things. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I can't take this day off to go see the doctor. I can't do this. I can't have these regular checkups. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm providing everything for y'all to go get these regular checkups. But you want traditional. You hollering about, oh, I need me a traditional man. Shit too high for that these days, baby. You're not taking in uh, living expenses. Minimum wage still, uh, what, 745 25 $725, right? The cheapest, uh, the, from what I seen on the chart. Depending on where you stay at. The, the, what I seen on the chart, like, like. The minimum you got to be making to afford a, a, a one bedroom apartment was like eighteen dollars here, and we was one of the cheapest states. We was one of the cheapest states out here, yes, and that's right. just you. That mm-hmm. ain't you with no right. kids, right? 
And if you make it eighteen dollars an hour, you ain't getting no uh, uh, what that shit of government assistance. That's Hell just no. what it is. Mm-hmm. Hell no, they took my food stamps when I was at thirteen. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still mad about that in college when y'all took my food stamps. I'm still mad. That's just real. Yeah. So you got all that going, and you like, oh, this oh, he got to provide everything for me. Goddamn! So I got to make damn near double of eighteen dollars an hour to to essentially provide for this family. Mm-hmm. What do, what do you do? And and even that money aside, like where do I get my mental reprieve? Exactly. exactly. That's that's the issue. It's because a lot it's of like shit. Yeah, so, so it's like when, when when I come home, right, and I'm going through everything smooth just said, everything old just said on the job, all these issues, all this stuff. It's like all this is in my head. But even when I get home, I gotta snap into daddy mode. I gotta mm-hmm. be support for my wife. Mm-hmm. I gotta be support for my kids. And a lot of these women are not even cooking. So I may have to come home and cook and be the support for my kid, help get my kid ready for school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta drop them drop to them school off. in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's different thing. A man doing all of that, like, where do I get my reprieve? Like, you get your reprieve when I get home. Mm-hmm. You get to just lay on my chest, baby. It was just, it was just a rough day. I don't know. Da, 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 da. But where, where do I get mine? And then when a man try to, say, he try to go to the bars, go get a drink and get his, you got an issue with that. Mm-hmm. So so where where am I supposed to get it? You're not spending enough time with me. Right. <laughs> when is a man supposed to get his reprieve? <laughs> what do you want, baby? Hey. That's what drives men crazy. And that's what pushes men away, pushes men out in the streets, make men go cheat, make men go do things like that. It's because we don't get a release. We don't get a, okay, I can let my hair down. I ain't got to worry about nothing. Then they want you to plan everything, baby. Baby, I got so much around right. me. Right, right. Goddamn, how I'm going to plan everything when I don't know what's coming. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what moves you're going to be in when I get home. I don't know what mood my child going to be in because my child is, is free. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. My child free. You know what I'm saying? And they adjusting to their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I didn't came into the middle class. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't with no silver spoon, so I'm still operating off of me being broke, mm-hmm. me not coming up with this still with my child. Scared to lose it all. Exactly. My yeah. child don't even know nothing about this. Right, right. So I got to live, I got to essentially live a different life now mm-hmm. because my child see it different. So I got to see it almost how my child see it. That's the norm for him. You get it? That's, that's the, the norm that's the for bottom. him. That's the yeah. bottom for him. That's him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was your goal. Or her. Him or you her. Know you know what I'm saying? That, you know, exactly. That's, that's wild fact. to think for about. For what's bottom for him was your goals. You get what I'm saying? That's facts. That's some real shit, though. And this what this what men deal with. This what men deal with. And, and for women, they like, I'll just take it. Um, okay. You, you, you at home? All right, well, I'm going out with my girls. God damn. Mm-hmm. God, baby, can can you make me a drink before you leave? <laughs> Which goes back to the conditions, right? So as a man, you'll be like, see, that's why I need my woman to support me. I need my woman to do this and my woman. And a lot of women will say, well, you are you creating a space for me to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, I still got to do something mm-hmm. for you to support me. Compared to you can come home and just unwind, cuss me out, be extra emotional, all that. You you don't give a damn about creating no safe space. You coming off getting everything off your chest, and as a man, I'm supposed to take that, right? But for me to get the support, I gotta be buttoned up, and I gotta make sure that that you're good and you're in a good space for me to get the support that I need from you. That's fact. that's crazy. So where does a man get his reprieve? Mm-hmm. That's what I might. That's what I might title this part. That's actually a good time. I didn't expect that to go that long, but that's a, that's a hell of a time. These hoes, that's where they expect to get them from. <laughs> <laughs> and she always going to be ready and willing. Oh, my God. <laughs> she understand the <laughs> 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 Don't tell you. I'm trying to get shot. <laughs> okay. 
next topic, man, we are going to get into, um, if you was watching the live, this was the title of it. I don't know if we really got to answer it as deeply as we wanted to. So I want to unpack it a little further here. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel like the state of relations is today between men and women? Do y'all feel like it's improving or not? <sighs> and just let me give you a little context because recently, you know, again, with the uprising of a lot of different, you know, um, creators and influencers and, not going to say names, but it's been breeding kind of a combative environment between us, mm-hmm. especially like on Clubhouse and Twitter, social media, different things like that. Like men and women, especially in the black community, are constantly bumping heads, constantly. And it's not a lot of listening. It's not a lot of solution-based bumping heads. It's just a lot of, okay, I'm, you know, these are my issues and y'all are wrong because of this. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, both sides got points, sure. But at some point, we have to sit down and be like, okay, Okay, my grievance is this. Y'all grievance is that. I accept that. You accept my grievance. How do we fix it? So that's why I asked the question, do y'all feel like relations between men and women are getting better? I don't know, man. That's a slippery slope. I don't know. Because I think I think everybody lives in the fairy tale world of social media. Mm. That's what I think. And what they see on TV. They think everybody rich. Like you can go in these clubhouse rooms, everybody rich. Yeah. Ain't nobody losing. Ain't nobody losing. But from what real numbers say, for real, for real, what is what five percent of black people really is out here with some money? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And if you ask me, most of that is in the South because we have these refiners. Can't if you ask Twitter. Me. You know what I'm saying? But you can't tell that to... Can't tell that to a lot of people. They don't think they... Exactly. Exactly. Right? So I'm looking at this shit like, all right, so everybody want a six-figure person. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Everybody want a six-figure person. But when reality strikes, most of us are not going to be six figures. Fact. Most of us not going to be that. Now, you could be six figures together, mm-hmm. but most of y'all will never be six figures. No matter how great you is and whatever the fuck you is doing. You know what I'm saying? You can have a master plan and you can get your business started. But if people around you don't believe in it or you don't meet the right people, that don't mean a damn thing. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know. People have unrealistic expectations for a lot of shit. That's what I was about to get into. Instead of building, instead of building their image, like I say, a woman can build the image, like build their home. In the image Of what they want Instead of wanting the man Or wanting the other side Even if for a dude Like Like that That shit can go vice versa Because women are starting To get more educated So that's gonna come With the money in time Right But you gotta be willing To build with somebody And that's what I think We going wrong at Because mm. mostly Everybody want it so quick Because everything else On this planet Is like that Everything I don't give a fuck What's going on Like the shit That bombing That happened in Paris Uh Last year or something We knew about that shit in minutes Right yeah. And that's how they expect Their relationships to work mm-hmm. Thing is fast paced Microwave era You get what I'm saying Yep Yep yep. And that's a, that's what we're gonna live in For the rest of our lives Everybody Cause it's gonna Everything is only You know what I'm saying Everything is only getting quicker mm-hmm. Right So that's how a lot of people Look at their relationships This man should love me Or this woman should love me Right now I got everything going And all that Love don't work like that <laughs> Building with somebody don't work like that. Falling in love with somebody does not work like that. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? But people that that 
that's in position or or climbing to be in them type of positions, they be wanting it to happen just like that. So the shit is unrealistic because it'll never work. It'll never, that's why they end in our relationships, or they date, they date, yeah, they date a certain group of guys. You see them all around. You know what I'm saying? Like it's shit like that. Or women, they they date, they date a certain group of women. They damn near in the same circle. You know where all of them gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like it's shit like that. So now nah, I don't think it's improving, man. I think I, I think people just don't people don't understand and grasp. Grasp like the time that they living in, mm. yeah. and don't know how to slow their mind down to understand really, really what what they heart and their mind really needs, in, in in the situation that they need. That's why I take it's gonna take for real, for real. We're gonna see a lot of marriages at like thirty five, forty. Next decade, next two decades, most people will get married and be successful when they thirty five, forty. It's going up. It won't yep. be. It won't be young. Damn. That's crazy. You took two of my points. But yeah, I think one one of the main ones is unrealistic expectations. And majority of that I feel falls on a woman. I'm just call it like it is. Because a lot of women look up to social media so much mm. and follow a lot of these, I guess you call them celebrities. You know what I'm saying? And half of them don't even really be celebrities, to be honest. But They've made themselves an image. Mm-hmm. They got a platform. Mm-hmm. It's social media, so they're able to be everywhere, be visible, dressing the best designer at the at the hottest parties, mm-hmm. connected with the best people often, so it looks a certain way. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. But everybody is not like that. Majority of people are not like that. Mm-hmm. Just because you hang with somebody that's associated with somebody that's as big like that doesn't make you a part of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one confusion too that happens a lot is you'll have a friend of a friend trying to be, you know, on level, you know, nine, 10, where the celebrities are or whatever. And you really like a five, six, you got to stay, be able to stay in your lane. Like go, yeah, hang out with them from time to time, but that's not your lane. Your funds don't match that. Mm -hmm. Your lifestyle don't match that. Mm -hmm. And not to even cut you off, but is deadening your hustle to get there because you feel like because I'm with them, I'm already there. So it creates unrealistic expectations. I was talking to my little cousin the other day, giving him some some free game. He in high school, and he said the same shit I've been saying since I was eighteen. Like he said, he, this is literally his words. He was like, "The girls I date, it's like they're in a fairy tale lifestyle." I swear on everything I love. I've said that shit since I was eighteen, because that whole happened with like the whole like Beauty and the Beast type shit, a Cinderella type shit. Like mm-hmm. it created this false narrative. On how shit's supposed to just happen, how somebody just gonna pick you up and sweep you off your feet, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to all have already have it ready, and that's not the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just giving him game on that because he had a girl that was that's been on and off with him, and not being consistent, and you know he like her, but you know she'll be texting him one week, then don't text him next. <laughs> Want to hang out? Then she read his message, don't respond, then get mad when he don't respond to her. So just like the just games, you know what I'm Toxicity. saying? Toxicity. Yeah. And so the two, I think, what Smooth said about uh, 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 uh. See, I really say expectations and what? Uh, 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 damn. One was unrealistic expectations. You had another good point that I was basically saying the same thing. But just just working together. Women don't know how to, you know, work together. And, like and, the timing we're living in? Yeah, it was kind of like the timing. Uh, you talking about the, the microwave every time? Yeah. That's all right. I said mostly what I wanted to say, but um, but but it's still like, but it's it's, it's twofold because you 
again, you have um, the women that want everything right now. And then you just have, I just feel like it's just a big shift. Like it shifts with everything right now. You have a lot of men, while you do, while you do have a lot of men that's not shit, you also have a lot of men that's trying to better themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you also have women bettering themselves. So it's like a lot of men are coming into things that are new when you have some women that have had this for a couple of generations. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a big divide. It's causing a big rift because especially with, with now with social media and things like that, men are able to voice themselves. We have platforms. So we're able to tell you about the difficulties we have in <laughs> relationships. Right. And that they don't like that. Like, no, like you have men who's been strong, who've been solid and who's seen what their uncles or grandfathers, whoever went through, and just like women, how y'all see examples and don't want to go through certain things, we don't want to go through those things either. Right. And y'all don't understand that. We both, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, are changing and both want something better for ourselves, but it's like they only want their side to go their way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. There are more women, y'all just need to sit back, chill, let a man be a man, the men that want to lead, the men that want to provide. And again, when we say provide, it's not. It's more than just financial too. Because we want y'all to provide things for us too. Like we say peace, security, you know what I'm saying? Just that coming back and be a safe place, you know what I'm saying, where I can just kick back and we really just, you know what I'm saying, let, let, let things flow. Everything mm-hmm. don't always have to be big. Sometimes let's just talk this stuff out. Some stuff can wait till tomorrow. Right. And where you can, where you're not so, your feelings are not elevated and things like that. Because there'll be sometimes where messages get gets crossed you know, and it's, and it's wrong, but you're really just really emotional in that moment. So some stuff you got to, you know, be able to just say, okay, you know what? I know that I'm dealing with this in my head, but maybe I can bring this up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe let's, let me cook baby a dinner or let me make him a drink and let's just kick it in. Let, let, let me not watch Housewives tonight. Let me not watch some shows that I like and let me just cater to my man or let me just pick his brain for mm-hmm. once. You know what I'm saying? Not enough of that. Is going on. It's too real. Super real. Um, I feel like now we are more informed than ever as to what our issues are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a gift and a curse. It's a gift because it's like, okay, I understand the grievances. I'm, I'm open to them. Like, like, you can't help but hear what the other side's grievances is. It's like I said on social media, that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. On these YouTube videos, that's all they talk about. You got men and women sitting next to each other. Barking at each other is that type of thing. So it's like we're aware of what they are. But with a lot of information comes a lot of ego and a lot of arrogance. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is because, like, people are so entrenched on their side of Mm -hmm. it to where it's like I'm not hearing At all. At all. Or, like, I feel like, you know what? Yeah, you're right, but I'm doing it because you doing this. So if both sides feel like that, it's going to be a constant tug of war. And that's what I feel like we're going through right now. Now, you know, it's going to take some people to be humble and be like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to be the first to make the change. Um, Do I feel like we're ready for that to happen right now? I'm not sure. But I know, like, for one, us having the understanding of what the issues is puts us like years ahead of generations in the past. Mm-hmm. But we got to do the right thing with it. And a lot of times we don't. Just like I said on Clubhouse, you got people that are arguing on YouTube. You got people that are arguing. It seems like everybody is just chasing a mic drop moment mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say what y'all doing wrong in the most sophisticated and educated way I can say it. And then, boom, I don't I don't care what else you got to say, because right. what I said was valid. Right. 
And you're getting that from both sides of the table. So it's like, okay, we constantly barking issues, but where do we get to the solution? How do we fix this thing? And nobody has an answer. Like there are clubhouse rooms that'll last for five hours discussing these topics. Room end, nobody's, we are no further toward progression than we was when it started. So that's what I feel like it is. And for our relationship to get better, I feel like ego's got to be tucked. It's just like a, a regular relationship. It ain't no room for an ego in it. Like both sides got to be humble. Both sides got to be willing to bend. And I don't feel like both sides are because especially from what O just said about like men speaking out more than we've ever have in the past. A lot of women take issue to that. Mm-hmm. A lot of women don't, and I don't want to feel like I'm bashing on women, but a lot of women don't listen and take it in and want to improve. They listen, take it in and get defensive mm-hmm. because it's like, for one, they're not used to men speaking out like this. So it's like, Oh, why are y'all bashing us? Like these, like Kevin Sanders is a woman hater. And this said, no, he's not. If you, he's not downing women. If you really listen to what he's saying, he's voicing our issues. And y'all are telling him, no men don't feel like that. It's like, how can man. you say that and you're not a man? He's telling you what a lot of men are, are feeling and what we need. Cooperation, peace, like, uh, like understanding, support. Like, he's telling you. He's giving it to you on a silver platter. And you're looking at the platter and saying, you're wrong. Or, I'm going to ignore the platter because you said that I'm overweight. Yep. What you they gotta hang do on with to, me? That, it has nothing to do. Like, what the hell that got to do with the price of tea in China? It has nothing to do with that. This is what we want. You're not giving that to us. So this is why you're having the issues you're having with men. Maybe you should improve that. But a lot of women don't take criticism well. And that'd be the issues within a lot of relationships. But most men don't have the nuts mm-hmm. to stand on what their 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 grievances are and say, nah, look, I feel like this. You're not giving me this. You need to improve this. Period. Most men are not going to do that because we're so worried about your feelings and worried about how you're going to take it and worrying about, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what the issue is. But now more men than ever are like, fuck that. This is how I feel. And that's causing a divide because that's taking a lot for women to get used to. So I feel like, you know, things are going to get worse before it get better, but I feel like it's in the stage of getting worse now, but eventually we're going to turn the corner and somebody gonna have to bend. Yeah, man, I think it's I think it's bigger than that, but it's too deep for me to go in right now. Uh, no, I want to get in there. I want to get in opposite. I want to hear. I want to get in just a little bit. I want to hear. I want. I want to dive in a little bit. Man, I feel like I feel like in our community, right? Because I'm black, I only can speak for black people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we as black men are the most disrespected thing on this planet. I agree. Outside of being human and all that shit. Cause you can if you if you shoot a dog right now they're gonna lock your ass up for a hundred years. <laughs> yep, that's, that's just what it is, <laughs> right? You can go kill you a whale. If they catch you, they are gonna lock you up for a hundred years, right? For black men, we are the most disrespected. Everything, right? So black women look at us like we oppress them, right? Like like black men oppress them. Mm. We have never oppressed y'all. To be oppressed, we have to be in control of something exactly. to oppress y'all. Yep. What has black men controlled in this history? Ever. Ever. Nothing. Nothing. We have never controlled anything. Mm-hmm. Right? In the moment we could control our households, right? And we was organizing shit, we was making mm-hmm. the black family strong. Mm-hmm. What the government do? They made the child support. 
Right They made the section 8 And the funny thing is They even do this shit on purpose They, they put drugs they, you know, they put drugs they, they rode that wave They put drugs in the neighborhoods what, Where they put them at Only in the black, black neighborhoods, neighborhoods yeah. They didn't put them in them rich ass neighborhoods Even though that was the clientele mm-hmm. They had to come to the black neighborhoods to get it mm-hmm. Right So bam we have never controlled anything. We can't. We to be honest with you, how drugs get in this planet? Well, not not planet, but on this soil, a mass amount of it. Oliver North, yeah, Ronald Reagan. That's how. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no boats, not them type of boats. Right. We ain't got them big ass planes mm-hmm. to get it over here. Ain't got no money. To you get what I'm saying? We ain't got no money mm-hmm. to front that, right? I we well, I said we we said on a couple parts ago, J.P. Morgan ship got caught with a billion dollars worth of coke. Wholesale coke. We ain't heard no consequences come right? from it yet. We don't control nothing. This everything money wise with power, black people has never controlled it. And the moment we we put a, a not even put a hand around it, but reached to it and almost had something, they bombed us. Oh yeah, they destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Right, but black women look at that like that's our fault. Right? Oh, it's the black man fault. You ain't getting this. In black man. Well, damn! If all if everything is structured, because even in other countries, everything is structured to make sure the black man do not get to this tier. Mm-hmm. How is it our fault? The rules are never going to be equal for us. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at us like, oh, you supposed to do this? You supposed to do that? You supposed to be like this side? You supposed to be like that? Well, damn! We can't be like that side because the Indians, the the Spanish, the the, the France people, all them motherfuckers, right? They all look the same. They all look the same. Even when I was in China, right? So I, I, I told this story. I, I don't think y'all even know this story, right? But when we stand in these apartments, right? We stand with all Japanese people and shit, right? And I used to see this this little dude. He, he was probably as young as, as young as I was then, right? Motherfucker used to get, you know how they get dressed nice? Take the train to the other side of town, bro. It was like, bro, it had to be about six of them living in this small ass apartment, right? He go over there every day, stay gone for like 14 hours, come back home. And I'm like, damn, I'm barbecuing one day. They don't even know what barbecue is. <laughs> right? They call the police and shit, all that shit, right? Because they, you know what I'm saying? Right. They don't know. So, bam, after that's all done, I give him some barbecue. And we talking. He young, he young enough to know English. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And know it well, right? Mm-hmm. So, we, we talking. Like, I'm like, hey, uh, like, what, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? He say, oh, uh, uh, he was some type of... Some type of construction guy Like work with construction But he was in The corporate world of it mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And I'm like damn I'm like damn Well why you stay over here You know what I'm saying He was like Cause my, Cause you know I do is They big on bloodlines mm-hmm. Right So he like I'm not of them You get what I'm saying But I can fit in My skin is the same I look like them So I can just play good enough mm-hmm. To fit in And I can bring my family over Mm-hmm. Black people, we can never do that. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And in that moment, when I was young, I didn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? But thinking about it now and shit, like when I'm old, I'm like, damn. Even if they don't fit, just like now with a white person. Mm-hmm. A white person can be from the fucking trailer parks or nothing. Right? But if he looked the part, played the part, all that shit, go you get him some side. suits and all that. He can be living in the rundown trailer, lights belly on, eviction notices every month. But if he looked the part, got the mind for it, he can go to the other side and play like them. Right. It only take one to say to change your life. It right. only take one of them persons on the other side right. to change your life. Yeah. And plus you look like them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how you really living. Right. 
So, man, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, black people, we can never do that. Never. I don't give a fuck how smart you is. You know what I'm saying? The man that created the the, the, the lights and all that type of shit. You don't never get no credit. Mm. Never. What color was he? He was black. You get what I'm saying? A lot of this shit on this planet that has been created was created by people of melanin skin. We don't get no credit. We don't get no credit in our own household. That's the way they structured it to be. They got us constantly fighting each other, exactly. too. Exactly. That's the problem. Exactly. I think if more of us stopped fighting each other and was able to bring those two incomes together, three incomes, whatever it is, like we'd be able to conquer more things. But we got too many of us being Not individuals. Even Not even that. If you take away the black wealth, right, as far as entertainment and sports, you take that away, it's none. It's zero. That's what I'm saying. It is zero. Because we ain't doing shit together. It's like point zero zero one type of shit. You got because that. then it'll be only doctors, scientists, right? How many of them is there on the planet? It's not a lot. You get what I'm saying? Hmm? So if you take that away from the black structure of things, we really wouldn't have nothing. Nothing at all. Most of us wouldn't even be in these type of neighborhoods. This shit crazy. You know, when you shit. think about that, and most people don't even think about these type of things mm-hmm. because all they see is the shit that they put on TV. They they let a few people saying, through yeah. the cracks. They got to 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 make sure the the, the uprising don't happen. Mm-hmm. You got to let a few people through the cracks. But most people don't think about it like that. They want it that quick. They want it that quick, or they want the social media fame. A lot of people be social media famous, but be broke as fuck. Broke. Be broke as fuck. Yeah, you got a hundred thousand million followers. But you broke as fuck. You living on your knees. So is the followers really worth your life? And in this area, yes. Yeah. This era we living in for most yeah. people, yes. Hey bro, you know what? Not not to cut you off. I was listening to an interview the other day from Ruger. He a rapper out of Chicago. And uh it touches with what you were saying. He was like, he said, bro, he said, I had <laughs> I had uh, like three or four videos that had a million views on YouTube with my songs. I'm cooking. I'm doing everything. Like, I'm I'm heating up. The streets know who I am and all that. And he say, bro, I had like $150 to my name. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got with a white dude and to where I actually learned how to, like, monetize my shit. Mm-hmm. He actually sat me down and, like, gave me the game on how to monetize my shit. Yep. So it's like that goes to what you're saying in regards to people chasing social media fame. Yeah, you chasing the fame. But you're not chasing how to monetize it. And that's why a lot of these people are flashing the pants. They'll come in, they'll put a funny-ass video out, a couple funny videos. Damn, that's cool, cool. And then like a year or so, you go, you don't even remember mm-hmm. who they are or, or or that they was, you know what I'm saying, in, in existence. But that's because it, it it takes one of them to give us that opportunity, to give us that game mm-hmm. instead of us actually creating it on our own. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So that's the, that's the situation that we're in. Exactly. Because for all black rich people, you had to, I don't give a fuck who you is, they had to have somebody from the other side mm-hmm. bring them to that table. Yep. It ain't just happened. It ain't just like you flashed and got there. Yeah. It ain't happened. You can be cooking all day. But if none of them bring you to that table, you only gonna be as you only gonna be as successful as the people around you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So for us, for us black people, it's kinda hard. Especially when you're a man, it's really, really, it's really fucking hard. I think we, but I think part of it too, we gotta pre, we gotta put our ego aside a lot of times, especially growing up, like coming up. 
So imagine, imagine your parents got a house. Mm-hmm. When you turn 18, a lot of times they either want you out the house or you want to get out the house because mm-hmm. you want to be make your own rules because mm-hmm. you want to stay out late. You think you're grown. But just imagine if your parents didn't charge you whatever rent and you was able to stay through school or whatever through like 25. Yeah. A lot of us don't want to do that though. Yeah, but at the same time, you can but, circumstances. But, but I'm saying but you can stack up. That's true. That you know is what I'm true. And set yourself up for and later. Most families do what well, most other side of the fa- other side of the table families do. That's that. what I'm saying. But it's a healthy situation right. for them. Like, That's what I'm saying. We need to time, create more of that to do that. Parents is there, and if the parents not there, the man is really or the woman is really taking care of what mm-hmm. they need to take care of, mm-hmm. making it a safe space. Right. All that. That kids got freedom of speech. Right. Because we we say freedom of speech, but for real, for real, growing up, what freedom of speech do mm-hmm. black kids really have? Right. God no. They mostly say mm-hmm. stay in a child's place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Right. Even so, if you got a legit question. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So as a black kid, for real, for real, growing up in the hood, bro, it's a lot of hurdles you got to face. Then on top of that, we grew up with parents that were scared. That's just the reality. We grew up with parents that were scared to just to not not even not even the jobs and all that, but just to even change their environment mm-hmm. to be great. Right. It took them getting fired or 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 it took them a divorce and being embarrassed to move somewhere. Anything new was anything new was uncomfortable. Change. Right. Change is unsettling, you know. Right? But for black people, for real, for real, anything new like that that puts your back against the wall, uh, against the wall, most of us survive it. Most of us do. Because it's seen worse. Exactly. We looking at, we looking left to right like I ain't got nobody to depend on. I got to stay here and see what this is. Mm-hmm. Right? And we figure it out. But most most of us, when we in a, say, like Port Arthur, right? Most of us get from there, don't ever leave the city. Right. We'll never leave. We might visit somewhere. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But we know. But mo- everybody knows from Port Arthur. You can leave. You can leave Port Arthur and come to Houston. It's a a million more opportunities here. Yep. Million more. Yep. Right. Not even for you, for your kids, for your girl, for your husband, mm-hmm. all that. But most of us be scared to move away because. You don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, dude. One of my homeboys literally told me as much. He said, "Bro, this is what I know." Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't know out there where y'all at. I know here, right? Exactly. And I know, and and I'm I'm the man here, right? Exactly. So and he's still there. So right. just imagine other cities that's like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even living in even living in Houston, right? Right. If we, if we was from here, we lived on the north side, and we never moved from the north side. We don't. We really. We truly don't know how big Houston is. Because when you move to goddamn Southwest, or you move Pearland, or you move uh, Southeast Side, it's a whole new life for you. It's like you're in a new city. For real, for real. Especially out here, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's even shit like that. The North Side may not be healthy for a motherfucker that's a thinker. You may need to move to the middle of the city because now you're around a bunch of thinkers. You're around a bunch of creative people. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Or or living by Pasadena and all that shit, you you not nowhere near the refinery. Well, you not nowhere in the refineries, but that's where you live at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you a fucking doctor. Why are you living over here? You get what I'm saying? It's shit like that. But people, we we as people as as black people, we get comfortable in our situation. We find out how to survive there, and we don't think about our kids, mm-hmm. right? We don't think about our legacy and all these type of things. So we like, oh man, if I made it here, they can make it here. You get what I'm saying? But as soon as they make 18, 
I'm kicking their ass out. Mm-hmm. They can find a way. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can make your own rules. Right. So most of us make mistakes. We have kids, you know, right? Because we shack up with a girl or we shack up with, with a couple friends. We make a lot of mistakes. So it's shit like that that we fight, that we fighting, and we still fighting. We still fighting. This shit crazy, man. I, I just be, I be looking at this shit and thinking about this shit like we so much behind the ball. Like, I don't think we'll ever catch up, to be honest with you. At least in our generation. All that come back to us is working together. Mm-hmm. We don't work together. Mm-hmm. And if we're able to start working together, being one, stop being so selfish, we would able to, to change that. But until then, we not. Because we looking at the, the lens through what we see now. Mm-hmm. But what they not realizing is it took white people 900 years to build it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had to fight for their freedom too. Exactly. It took them nine. Well, the Americans had to fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had it to took fight them for their freedom. 900 yeah. years to build it to what, to what we see today. That's why it look effortless for mm-hmm. them. Right. And we're going to need that same grace. We might can make up the time because the time we living in. Right. We can make up the time, but it ain't going to happen in the flash. Right. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Powerful shit, man. On that note, we're going to get into the advice column. Okay, first one is from CJ, Patreon member. Kill Let's put off Let's put off right there. Say what up, fella. CJ here again with another question for the panel. This question is more so for the two fathers on the pod, but I definitely want to hear all of your perspectives on this question scenario. My dad recently just went through a slight cancer situation, and he really didn't tell me and my siblings until after he had his first procedure done. Mm. He did keep my Jones in the loop the entire time, which is overstood because that's his wife. So I guess my question is, would you fellas keep that type of information away from your kids while going through it? I'm 29. My sisters are both 24, and my brothers are 22 and 19. I appreciate the time like always, and y'all keep doing y'all motherfucking thing. At that age, yeah. At the age as you said, yeah. I probably wouldn't have kept it from the 32-year-old, but I would have made them swear to me that I'd never tell y'all. Yeah, 29... 24, 22, 19. 29. I, I, it just depends on where the 29-year-old was in life. Maybe. Right? But for the, the 19 and 22-year-old? Yeah. No, I don't want them knowing anything about nothing. No, I don't want this to affect your life at all. At all. Just being me being a father, you know what I'm saying? I know how, for me, how I'm going to push my son to be great. I don't want anything holding you up. You know what I'm saying? Not even my debts. I don't even want that holding you up at all. So I wouldn't even want you to know. Right? Because the moment he would have said that to y'all, it affected y'all lives. It made y'all look at a lot of things different. It made y'all check on them more and all these type of shit. It slowed y'all down. So you got to realize as a man, like he was looking at it like, to make sure y'all was straight, I can't tell y'all. And you just got to understand that. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think what I would have done in my situation, I would have went to the doctor. I would have asked the doctor to just keep it G. Hey, bro, how serious is this? Like, what's the likelihood of it going, like, all the way bad? And if it's a high likelihood, then I would I would probably sit them down and tell them. But if it's not, he's saying, okay, bro, you got, you know, 70% chance to live, something like that. I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't, I ain't telling nobody but my wife. And the reason is is because of what Smooth just said, and I'm gonna make it even more personal. I got a homeboy right now who's in Port Arthur. We just had a 
conversation about like how hard it is to leave Port Arthur, right? He in a situation now where both his parents are doing bad from a health perspective. And he's not too much, you know, he's around our age. So it's like he wants to leave the city, but he feels like he owes it to them to stay there and look after them and make sure that, you know, they good. You know, it's you know, I ain't gonna get into what exactly the health issues are, but they are going going through things. And he wants to be close to them so that way he can always help. But, you know, they not leaving this earth no time soon. So what does that mean? That means that probably for the next 15, 20 years, he's going to be there making sure they good. Well, your whole life is passing you by in that mm-hmm. 15, 20 years. So once they leave, now you're 50, 55. Trying to play catch up. Trying to, you know what I'm saying? It never worked. Because of that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I would ask the doctor, hey, look. How serious is it? It's very serious. I'm going to sit in there. Hey, look, y'all, this this situation. But don't make no career moves or nothing, no decisions based on my situation. I'm not going to be here forever anyway. That's just what the reality of this shit is. What I, my hopes are is that I raise y'all enough to where when I'm gone, y'all be able to function and prosper out here. But I'm not going to be here forever. So you putting your life on hold and trying to be there for pop and this, that, and the third. I mean, I appreciate it. But, like, that's going to make me push y'all away more so than, you know what I'm saying, me appreciating. Because I don't want y'all to look back on y'all life and be like, I could have did this. I could have did that. But I had to stay and help my pop, you know what I'm saying, because he was going through what he was going through. So that's how I would play it. Um, But as far as, like, not telling them at all. Mm, I couldn't do that unless it just wasn't. If I, I felt like it wasn't that serious, then I would just deal with it on my own, me and my wife. So that's how I would play it. Mm. I think I'm gonna go against the grain because um, I'm 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 trying to operate it from since I, since I don't have any kids, I'm operating it from how would I be if I was in CJ spot? Mm. If I was in CJ spot, I would want to know, mm. plain and simple. And it ain't because I mean, sim- similar to what you were just saying. Like, it's just some of those questions I would want to know. Or some stuff maybe I've always wanted to ask you and never had the opportunity. So now I'm operating as of norm, like we all do, taking advantage of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking you always going to be here when really you're getting sick. And it's been some stuff that's been heavy on my heart. Now it's been two years or whatever, you gone. Right. Now I'm mad at myself <clears throat> and I'm mad at you, even though you're gone. Now I can't do nothing about it. Right. Now I'm upset like, damn, we couldn't have this conversation that I really wanted to have. And I've been struggling with this and you're not here no more. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like, yeah, I need you to tell me. Sit us down. It's going to be a difficult conversation. Um, now, you know, from the, pops, from, from the pop's point of view, you know, he can still, hey, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Don't act. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure his pops don't want no extra special treatment. Right. As a man, you know what I'm saying? You don't want, I don't want you to treat me different because mm-hmm. I have this illness going on. So I understand from his point where he's coming from, but... Yeah, I, I want to know the information. Let, let's chop it up. Like, okay, how 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 serious is it? How much time you got? Like, what can we do? Is it curable? Is it not? Like, I feel like that's something. And even even for the young ones, even for the youngest ones. I mean, it's tough, but it's it's a part of life. Yeah, but the problem is most of us in our community will adjust our life to that. But I, that's what that's I'm saying. Why but I think me, the pops say something. The pops should. I mean, you you still have to live your life. I feel you. I would only tell the oldest, the oldest ones. But the youngest ones, nah, I'm not telling. I, I don't. I don't want y'all to know because I don't want to imp- I don't want to even potentially impede what you should have going. But for the position I'm putting you in, I don't even want to impede that. But for I'll, 29 and 32, you should be either in position mm-hmm. 
or right there on the cuff of it. But I don't want to feel like betray- betrayed either. Yeah. In a sense. Because I feel like, because you, 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 you didn't lie, but you withheld information from me. Yeah. But at so. the same time, with him having four kids, bro, like I told the oldest, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I told the oldest too. They gonna let, if, if I do wind up passing from this, they'll let y'all know how I feel. But it's not me. They'll let you know why I made the decision. It's not me. And, 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 and I don't know if they, they boys or not, but as a man, like if, if I'm a great dad, for real, for real, if I'm a great dad, you're going to understand why I made that decision. You're going to understand. Even though you might be mad, yeah. you're going to understand why my pop, I, I understand why my pop did that. I'm pissed off about why he did it, mm-hmm. but I understand why he did it. I get that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. And as a man on the other side that's sick, you can live with that. You can die with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I say I get what 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 old from coming from because he because he 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 talking from personal, yeah. pers- personal. You know what I'm saying? To where the situations like he wish he could have said had certain conversations, said certain things, mm-hmm. and now he can't he can't have them. So I mean, I, I I I definitely get that. Yeah, which is why I ain't I ain't I ain't gonna argue with you at all. I would just say like that's how I would handle it, man. But I but I, I just know it, man, because it's like as a as a child, like you feel so obligated to your. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like. So damn, so you about to go? You know what? I was thinking about moving to New York, man, but hell no, nah, I ain't about to be ten hours away from my pop and he going through. The, you know what I'm saying? So it's like even subconsciously you gonna like just make certain decisions. I ain't, you know what? I ain't that's gonna true. even look for jobs out that's there. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna try to look for jobs here. I'm gonna try to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I I just don't want that for my job because to, I've seen it to so be much. worrying so much, right? Mm-hmm. Especially somebody like me because I worry like. Ever since I was I was young, you know what I'm saying. Like that, that's been like I grew up a lot faster than I was supposed to because I was asking mm-hmm. questions and my mm-hmm. mom and them never hid nothing from me. Right? Hey, these are the bills. This is the money that's coming in. You can't get it. You can't get those J's because of this. Right. This is this is what's left. Right? Food, such 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 such. What is the where, where you see money for J's at here? Right. It's that type of shit. So I got put onto that early. Mm-hmm. But it's a gift and a curse. It's like okay, I know how life works now, but now my childhood is ruined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm constantly where okay I don't know if I'm I ain't gonna ask them for that because you know we ain't probably ain't got that much left for this so it's that type of thing mm-hmm. so I, I just I just want my child to be a child for as long as possible that's a fact that's, 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 that's just what I'm but nineteen twenty yeah nineteen twenty two right I feel like that's they get into that, that age yeah. yeah yeah but that but that's also still an age to where you you making drastic life at, decisions at, you know what I'm saying at mm-hmm. that age drastic like, like I need you to be from from what I didn't raise you to be right there. Mm-hmm. I need you to be on top of your game. I need you to be, you know what I'm saying? If if, if if what your purpose take you to be, goddamn me, the richest person on this planet, mm-hmm. I don't want to impede that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And you saying that you sick is going to affect their decision right. making. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not, I, I, I don't even want to think about that. I would rather you put our whole family in position than worry about me. I feel that. Dope-ass question, man. I, I like that. Um, We're going to move on to the next one. This is from Tariq, Patreon member. It's happening. It's happening, yeah. Oh, damn. My bad. I pronounced it wrong. He says it's pronounced like Eric with a T. So, Tarek. Shout okay. out to Tarek. Tarek. Uh, he said, I don't need to be anonymous. Niggas know what it is. He said, I'm 22 from Indianapolis. I've been dating this girl. She's 21 since April. She a little bad, thick-ass Asian piece. <laughs> Who looked like none I ever seen before. <laughs> you say, after being in my last relationship for five years, I wanted to take some time to chill and get to Damn. know myself better. So I ended up ta- uh, taking things real slow with this girl. We talked for eight months before I asked out. And to be honest, I've been real happy with her. Everything ain't perfect, but she a real genuine girl. 
She likes me for me. Does a lot for a nigga. We cook together, have the same taste and style and music. Best sex both of us ever had, and she has goals for herself as a woman. Only part that gets tough is she has a lot of things in her past that I can tell really affected her, and that she never really realized until she met me. We done had a lot of bumps in the road, but overall, we came a long way. We've both been learning to communicate better and are going to be going to therapy down the road for our individual issues that we carry. In. I want to stay with her. But sometimes because of that trauma, her emotions be quick to spark up and be hard to deal with. My question is, how can I move forward to protect myself and not let shit get too far in those moments without throwing what we got away? Damn. Sounds like she needs just like a little reassurance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She got to, for you as a man, you got to let her know like, hey, we're going to go through some shit, but... It's how you go about it. Because sometimes women going to throw tantrums. That's what it is. Sometimes they going to throw tantrums. That's you know, right. Sometimes. <laughs> A lot of times. <laughs> trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. Cause mm-hmm. they, say, they say I'm so mean. <laughs> so sometimes they throw a few tantrums, okay? But, like, you just got to give her that reassurance as a man. Like, you know, I'm here for you. If you need me, you know what I'm saying? Show the lean on. Show the crown. Whoop-de-whoop. But they're, they're still, she still has to learn things about herself, too. Because she can't always just do that. There can't always be, you know what I'm saying, a factor when when shit go left. Because if, if it does, then that's kind of letting you know how things going to be in the long run. So do you want to deal with that? What she did? What she do? No, just uh, her, her throwing tantrums, like oh, how yeah, she throw okay, the tantrums. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, and depending on how major it is, it could really go left. You know what I'm saying? So you just want to, like they say, they want to create that space. So make sure you're doing what you need to do, your they would say due diligence mm-hmm. I'm saying, to, <laughs> to, to make sure she's comfortable and to make sure she's able to be able to communicate to you and also make sure that she's communicating effectively. Like, really, what are your needs? What is that you need help with? What is that we need to go therapy for or whatever it is? And that should improve it to me. Facts. Facts. I agree with everything you said. Yeah, um... Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the only thing I would add would just try not to take it personal and, like, make it a personal mission of yours to fix her because you can't. Mm-hmm. And if you try to do that, you're going to wear yourself off mentally to where the relationship ain't going to be worth staying in, period, anyway. Big facts. So um, all you can do is, again, just like old said, reassure her, let her know, baby, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here. I understand you've been through a lot of things in the past, but I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. How can we fix it? How can we work through it together? And I'm willing to go with you. Mm-hmm. It's like just, you already said, you're already on the right path. You said, yeah, we getting ready to start there mm-hmm. going forward. And that's how you do it. When you're going through the process with her, she'll feel more open to open up to you and speak on these things. And that's the best way that a person can get past it. But a lot of times they be feeling like, okay, because I've been through so much, if I open up and say too much, I might run this person away. Mm-hmm. So as long as you, you know, reassure, look, baby, I'm here. And I'm willing to work through this together. Y'all should be cool. But just, again, don't make it. It's not your responsibility to fix her. Right. It's not. All you can do is hold her hand while she's fixing herself. Hey, and you, for real, for real, one thing to add, you might need to, uh, like, if something go happen, she go crazy and all that type of shit, she could, you might need to break up with her for, for, about, for about a month. Let her reset. Let her get, yeah. Let her get, get her mind right. Like that's not gonna fly with this man. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some people need that. Like, all right, I need to 
make sure I'm not doing this to lose this good person. Yep. Right. So basically reprogramming them. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So they still young too. They y'all young. So yeah. you would know. Like you'll know when you need to, you know what I'm saying? Say, look, man, I can I ain't gotta be here. And she, she probably going through a lot of just transition. That's a that's a big transition period too. So mm-hmm. you gotta be able to give her her space, but also she gotta recognize what she's doing as well. So Hell yeah. Um hell of a question, man. Y'all asking good questions today. Okay, on to the next one. This is from C Rich, Patreon member. You say what's good, crew family. I got a question for the part as uh as always, no anonymous shit. You say, anyways, I know we oftentimes joke on the part about how it's free game, open market, go on dates with whoever and move single if you are. Sleaze it out if you attend the prestigious sleaze you prestigious. <laughs> but for those who are more goal oriented to look like a fraction of trill and smooth quote unquote relationship lifestyle, I guess you could say, um, how should we really operate outside of looking at success? Uh looks no, outside looking in, success looks similar to the marriage you boys speak on, having for yourselves, though we don't know entirely what y'all have fought through to get to that point. What does it look like for those traumatized by their past and obsessed with being better than their past to have that successful, happy family oriented life like y'all? Mm. Mm. Shit, hell of a question, bro. Y'all boys, y'all boys in y'all bag today, man, with these questions. Bro. Shit. I truly believe, man, you need to find your person when you ain't got nothing. In this society that we live in Because that's the time Where y'all really just Like y'all only got Conversation to offer For real for real Like it's a few dates in there But as far as like Lifestyle And living with And all that type of shit I'ma buy you this Both of y'all ain't got that to offer Right Right All y'all got is Is hustle and dream Mm -hmm. Right And that's when you find out Who that person is because you're going to find out they're a quitter or they just talking, all this type of shit. You're going to find all that out why they ain't got nothing. Now, the moment you get some money, I care less who you is. The moment you get some money, it's going to put holes in you. You're going to look at people different. You're going to feel different. Are they here for me or what I can do for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the moment you get some money, it's going to change a lot of shit in you, bro. It's going to make it hard for you to date seriously. Date with intention and all that type of shit. It's gonna be hard, and most people in them positions make the wrong decision. They make the wrong decision. So I would tell you, find somebody while you broke and go through the problems of being there, because that's what you need. That understanding is what you need, and then in that time when y'all have kids and y'all build a house and all that type of shit, build a build a fucking fucking palace and fucking business and all this type of shit. Y'all done did that together, right? So y'all gonna always be pushing shit together, right? And when you have your kids and all this type of shit, because kids do come along with this marriage shit, you know what I'm saying? And and building shit, shit come along like that. Your kids are looking at a healthy situation and then y'all can give them the game. Y'all can get them the game. Facts. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Denzel said something similar to, he said, you look for a woman that you want to raise your kids, mm-hmm. not necessarily who you want to be with or who may be fun at the time or whatever the case may be, but you're looking for like the mother to your kids. So when you're dating these women, right, she may be fine, 
Y'all may have good sex. It may be fun to be around her. But you know in the back of your head, like, I wouldn't trust this motherfucker to raise my kids and mm-hmm. take care of my legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start making your decisions based on that, everything is going to go a bit smoother. Now, don't get me wrong. You're still going to go through things in marriage. That's just what it is. Anybody telling you that, you know, yeah, you vet out, you find the f- perfect person, when you get to marriage, everything's going to be smooth sailing. They're telling you a goddamn lie. <laughs> they never been married. Straight up and down. Because fact is, is that when you're married, you continue to grow. So when you've been with somebody for a long time, that person that you first married, they're not that person no more, bro. Every mm-hmm. two, three years, they're going to change that's, on you. That's just real. Yeah, you're going to change. Yeah. You're going to change. So the, the testament to the relationship lasting is how good can this person adapt? And that goes back to what Smooth was talking about. When you're dating somebody, when y'all don't have nothing, you get a front row seat to how they adapt to every situation. So it's like, okay, now that I'm experiencing it, okay, I see, you know, when we was going through hard times, she stuck with a nigga. She got out, got on her grind, upgraded the job, did this, did that. It's like, ah, okay. So now I, I know what type of person that I'm signing up for. Mm-hmm. And even though we're going to have issues, I've seen your back against the wall. Mm-hmm. I've seen how you react in the trenches. And that's somebody that I could spend the rest of my life with. Exactly. So that's what, you know, that's what me and Smooth did, essentially. We look for women. That we knew that was going to be able to hold up when stuff got hard. And not only hold up, but still like bring us intangible value that, that'll that help us hold up and to help maintain the family union. Mm-hmm. More so than the motherfucker I just had fun with. We having sex. It's just fun. It's cool. It's all good. Then I slip up and have a baby. Right. And now I'm in hell for 18 years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. You know, but but this shit is, is not easy, man. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They feel like, okay, once I get married, I'm cool. We good. Found my good person, we good, man. Everything going to be smooth sailing for the next 40 years. Mm-hmm. Don't work like that. Mm-hmm. So, again, find you somebody that has the ability to adapt. And I've been married for 10. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's we nice. argue every day. <laughs> well, it's how the game day, goes. But you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of disagreements. You know, so, again, the, the ability to adapt. That what I probably will rank in my top two, three qualities right. now that I'm getting right. older. Right. Exactly. And I think and I think that come with understanding. I ain't even married, but what I'm looking for is somebody's understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding, you can kind of put that with being able to adapt. Yeah. Because if they can understand, then it's like, okay, cool. This wasn't like this last year, exactly. but it's like this today. Right. And this is the way we we should do. Yep. Exactly. I understand the situation. All right. And mm-hmm. I, I, okay. I gotta I gotta do a little bit more. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta scale. I can I can scale it back now. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's adapting to the situation. That's, that's key. That's huge. And for real, for real, you being a man, bro, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. Yep. A lot. Matter of fact, uh, and I mean uh, a lot. Which I, I know you didn't bring it up, but you, y'all saw that tweet earlier what? this week. So it was a, a girl to reached out to a dude, asked for $100. He said, I'll give it, but I got to pay. Well, he said, not right now. I got to pay XYZ. Next time I get paid, I got you. She went off. She blasting them on on Twitter, talking about I can get a nigga they paid five hundred dollars and he can't even give me one hundred dollars. But it's like, okay, well if that was the case, you should have asked them niggas. That's a fact. But it's like men, like men like that. He trying to he got he got his priorities. He didn't say right. he was gonna do it. Mm-hmm. He just simply said, I got to pay X Y Z first, then I got you. And that's a woman that ain't worthy. And a woman that really needed it and didn't mind, she would be like, okay, cool, thank you, I really appreciate it. Right? Because you didn't have to. Like, you don't know what that man going through. That could have been his last hundred. And he was just showing love. But she, you got women out here that don't think that way. Bro. And those are the type of women you need to avoid. 
bro. That's why I say find your woman why you ain't got nothing and why she ain't got nothing. Because you better believe a woman getting to the bag single, good luck. Because to them, there's no excuses. They was able to do it, so why can't you? Good luck. (laughs) That's how they looking at it. And you're supposed to be a man. Exactly. (laughs) They're not looking at the total picture. They're looking at just what they planted off of. They don't they they really not processing it's four billion planets out there. Right. And none of them operate the same. You get what I'm saying? So I would tell you, find your person why you ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're gonna know it's genuine and all and then with the era that we living in, people getting to the money and divorces and you gotta pay all this fucking money, you're respected more if she leave and, and she built it from the ground with you. Yep. That's <laughs> That's what would be funny. So if you look at statistics, what's the divorce rate right now? Like, damn it, 50%. 50. So just imagine the relationships that didn't even get to make marriage. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what people don't be hey, thinking what about. you know what's crazy? Looking at that shit, like, uh, I seen the statistic. Uh, me and my wife was looking at this thing. Like, it, it came on, like, like one of them TV court shows. You know, like, the most million, like, for for women, mm-hmm. the, 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 the thing that make them the most millionaires is divorces. Yeah. Damn. Because a good bit of them That's be having jobs. Crazy. A good bit of them be having jobs. And then now you taking 30K, whatever it is, and you get to add on top of that. So that's free money. Bro, to invest in yourself. Like just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right? crazy. That's most crazy. most that's men crazy. don't even know that. Mm-hmm. The number one thing that make women millionaires is divorce. Is divorce. That's crazy. crazy. And for us, that's like point zero something. That's crazy. Percent. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you think about that, all that shit though, like for real, for real, you need to find a woman that you ain't that you ain't have shit with, right? Because if she do end up leaving you 20, 30 years from now, and y'all done built some shit together, you're gonna respect it more versus a woman that didn't came and you already had it. Mm-hmm. Very true. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would tell you, bro. <laughs> all right. We're gonna keep this thing moving along. This is from Josh, Patreon member. What's up, man, Josh? Well, he said it's been a minute, crew, but I want to know how to maneuver past this because it keeps happening to me. The majority of girls that I have uh, messed with have been in the streets, which I don't care because I'm not looking for a relationship. But when they come my way, they try to withhold sex and make <laughs> and make a motherfucker wait. <laughs> he said, how am I supposed to move past this the respectful way and the sleaze way? For context, I'm 20. Uh, I'm decent looking. Girls usually come up to me. My mouthpiece is decent, but I can manipulate situations in my favor. Okay. But I'm impatient, and I don't tolerate disrespect. Girls talk about other guys when they're with me. I tell them, when you're chilling with me, don't talk about them other niggas because I'm not for that. If you want to talk about them, go talk to them, not me. Mm. I appreciate you guys taking the time out today to make amazing content. Seeing the growth and consistency has been crazy. I've been a Patreon member since episode 10. Mm, that's when we started. Wow. That's yeah. when we started the Patreon. Crazy. Uh, also, um, I don't bring up anything about being in a relationship when they bring it up if I don't confront it by saying something like, I'm not looking for anything serious. That's not what I want. I usually just ignore it. Update, more context. After one night of hugging up on a girl and no sex, uh, she now says she loves me. I need y'all help for real. I sent a pic of my text uh, messages on the Instagram. This is from Jay Hill. Damn, so... Let me see what his question was. He said, oh, he said, how am I supposed to move past this the respectful way and the sleaze way? Like, when he talking to chicks that's in the streets 
and then they get with him and try to make him wait for it. How is that supposed to happen? Bro? I'm not with it right now, baby. It's straight up. We can have a good time, like we say Hold all the up, time. They trying to make him wait. Yeah, you let that nigga Terry ball. <laughs> I know, I, know I, look I look better than him, <laughs> and I know I look better than him. That's a fact. Yeah, you keep it pushing. You gotta bag that when you can. If you if you got options already, and if she not trying to let you bag, you yeah, you leave, bro. You don't talk no more, nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Until she hit you with that text, like come over, uh, uh, what's wrong? And then you tell her what's real. Hey, bro, I'm looking to beat, fam. You know what I'm saying? I done went out on a date with you. I feel like you're withholding. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Our next date need to involve some sex. You know what I'm saying? So, and they from they they in the streets too, so they gonna understand. So what yeah. what do you got? Yeah, I'm up here reading right now. You say it's just uh, I mean this. I mean the text don't really say. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read it. It said this is from her. She said wanted to Facetime if you felt like it. He says, I'm not going to lie. Someone at the little kickback got me sick as a dog right now. I feel like shit. She says, I didn't. Uh, uh, for a fact, I'm sorry, though. I hope you feel better. Uh, he say, and I got work in the morning. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, she saying, I know that sucks for real, for real. Drink water and stay warm and sleep helps a lot. Uh, he says, I'm probably going to go to sleep early because I don't want people at work thinking I got COVID and shit. So if I don't reply, I'm probably sleep. She says, sounds good. It's fine. Not tripping. Love you. Oh, mm. and that's the chick that he didn't smash. She didn't say I love you. Yeah, he say mind you, I never told her I love her. He say <laughs> she tripping. I take that light. I take that light. She might have love you. I love you. It's a little different. She put a little heart emoji at the end too, though. Mm. On the cool, I, I don't know, baby. That's not where we are. That's not where we are. Mm. So now, how you respond to that? Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it, big dog. <laughs> Catch up with you later on when I get up. <laughs> so, I mean, my advice would be <laughs> my advice would be real simple, dog. I feel like like you don't if you don't see a future with these women before you gotta tell them. Yeah. It ain't nothing complicated about it. It's like, look, bro, like I, that's not where we at. Just like that text message I'm reading right there. She said, I love you. That's when you post it like, hold on, baby, look. <laughs> love is a strong word. She said love, L U H. But it still has the same connotation. For for, that's just slang for her. She's yeah. 20. She's 20. She's speaking of slang, so she loved this man. Look here, baby. I'm too young to settle. I'm going to be honest. I'm 20 years old. I'm too young to settle, baby. And that's I'm not where I'm at. If that's what you want, then I advise girl. you to go out and pursue that in other places. But if we kicking it, we're going to be having a good time, and that's it. That's all, bro. <laughs> you keep it G with these chicks, man. You ain't got to work. Well, I mean, well, you might have to work. All right, so bit. look. On the other hand, on the other hand, for real, for real. I'm going to tell you right now, if you run into a great woman, and I mean great, great woman, and you 20, 21, I don't care less how old you is, do not let that woman slip out your hands. That woman is going to make you stronger. You may not know. You may not know yet. But if she is a great woman, you're going to know if she's a great woman, bro. Every man know. If she is a great woman... Do not let that woman slip out your hands because your stupid ass feel like you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That woman is going to make you 10 times stronger than you will ever be alone. You know what I'm saying? And you got to recognize that. Even with your young age, I recognized that when I was 20. You know what I'm saying? You have to recognize that or you're going to miss it 
And it's going to be hard for you to run into another woman. Especially when you start getting on your journey and getting to some money. Right. So if you see it that early, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. That's just what it is. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. But she's going to be willing to build with you. She's going to be willing to stick it out and all that. And she's going to make some mistakes as well. But if she is a great woman, like he just said, like like you can see her raising your kids and making sure your family good and all that shit there while you're young like that, bro, it's going to put you on your path quicker than you could ever dream. So, you know what I'm saying? It, if she not that, do your thing. Hey, I ain't tripping. But if you run into that, or if she is that, bro, stop playing out here. Stop playing out here and get on top of your game. That's what I would tell you. Well said. Um, we're gonna move on to the last one of the day. Let me say everyone. Oh, this is from Hezzy, Patreon member. It's Hezzy. I say, what's happening, crew? Recently, I've been dealing with a lot, and this topic, I'm looking for advice uh, because I can't find any uh, or no one else. So recently, my mother passed away, and my mom had 13 kids. And literally, I'm the fourth oldest, but my mom treated me as the oldest. And lately, I've been dealing with anxiety and fighting depression because of the burden that I've been left with. And I lost my vision with life. I don't know what direction to go, and I don't know what to do. If you have any advice, it would truly be a blessing. If she seen you like that, for real, for real, you might be the one and you don't know it. You might be the one. You know what I'm saying? Because your parents with all them kids, they know. They know which one's supposed to do something. You know what I'm saying? So if she chose you, don't overlook that. You might be the, the bridge to your family and you don't know it. Hell, you might be me. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't know it at 19. I didn't know it. I figured it out when I was 25, 24, 25. Right? So with you having, and I I got three sisters and brothers from my moms. Right? But with you having, what are they, six? I said he was number 13 child. 13 13 children. He the fourth oldest. Hey, bro, you 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 ain't got time to, you ain't got time, to be honest with you, you ain't got time to be writing these questions. Be honest with you. Your time should be dedicating, be dedicated to being successful and putting every one of your people around you. That's worthy. That's worthy because I know you watch the show. They just because y'all born into the same family don't mean y'all blood, baby. Don't mean y'all real family. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? But the ones that 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 are worthy that you say are worthy. That's the ones you need to be coaching up. But you also need to be putting yourself in position as well. Right? Your mama left you that burden. That ain't that ain't nothing to take lightly. She felt like you was the one. You number four, so maybe she thinking the top three ain't worth a damn. That's just what it is. That's just man, that's what it is. It's the reality you gotta deal with. Right? So with her gone, who everybody gonna lean to? Who everybody house they gonna kick it at? Who everybody gonna gonna celebrate things with? What's the, the what's the traditions, right? And you may be the bridge, and you don't know it, right? Or you may be the medium. You may be the one that can talk to everybody, right? So you gotta understand what 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 like what your position is in the family, and execute. 
You ain't got time to complain. You ain't got time to be sober. You know, to be to be to be goddamn worried about a lot of shit. You got to react. Everything that you got going on right now, you got to react. While also maintaining a sanity mind. If you got kids, you got to be a great father. All this shit, you got to do everything, bro. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot. It's thirteen of y'all. It's a lot to do. But obviously, y'all not rich. Obviously. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, y'all not well off. It's 13 of y'all. I'm pretty sure y'all can make it happen. I'm pretty sure. But ego's got to be put to the side. Somebody got to be the middle, the middle, uh, the middle man, all this type of shit. It's a lot of shit that you got to put together. And with your moms treating you like you the oldest, you was the one. I don't know if she told you that. I don't know if anybody in your family ever told you that. With her treating you like that. You was the one. And you gotta move like you was the one. All petty, all petty family differences is beneath you. Figure out the solution, keep it pushing. We doing this, we with this, you start a business, hey, we doing this, we doing that, and this how we rocking. Or you gonna be successful in all this type of shit here. You bring your family in the dough, all that type of shit. But like I said, the ones that deem that you deem worthy, the ones you know gonna do right by it. Everybody else. I'm sorry, but they got to die off. That's just what it is. That's the advice I would give you. You want to go? Um, yeah, I'm going to be quick. I think I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough situation to be in, but, you know, like Sonny said on the Bronx tail, he said nobody cares, man. Mm. And I, I think you got to accept that. Cars are what they are. Um. All you can do is step up to the plate, take care of the responsibilities. But what I don't want to get lost in translation is you working on yourself and making sure that you're sane. And that's why I feel like you may need to talk to somebody about this because it's, it's a lot. You're dealing with anxiety and depression at the same time. That's not nothing for you to deal with on your own, on top of all the responsibilities that you have. So I would say uh, look into getting some therapy first and foremost and then just try to sort through it the best way you can. Uh, just like Smooth said, you know, a lot of people be feeling like age is the determining factor in regards to who's going to, you know, lead. And that's just not true. Some people just have better leadership qualities. And if your mama talked to you like you was the oldest, then you have them. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, and one thing about parents is they see stuff in you before you see it in yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, that may be your destiny. But like I said, I don't want to get lost in translation. Don't just dive into taking on all that when you clearly going through a lot. From a mental perspective Because it's going to fail And it's going to go bad And you know It's going to mess you up Even more so mentally So Checking in some therapy man And and, You know Just just sit down And just try to organize life That's what would be my Advice But take care of yourself first And then everybody else later Yeah Uh, I don't want to imagine Because Because eventually They got to come for everybody You know what I'm saying So And then with with Losing a mom And with, with most Like the mom is one of the closest things, probably the closest thing, you know what I'm saying, to them. So I can I can just imagine, you know what I'm saying, how devastated he was or is currently. Yep. So take that. You need a lot of – take a lot of time for yourself, you know what I'm saying, whether that's therapy or just doing things by yourself. But you got to always operate with a clear head no matter what, you know what I'm saying. Um, you, it's going to be times where – you may want to break down and cry. Do it. Don't hold that in. Because all that do, 
when you hold in emotions like that, that make you sick inside. Yeah. It really do. And then it affects everything else around you that you're doing. So, um, like I've said before, sit in it, let it process, you know what I'm saying, and go through it. You still, eventually, it's going to be a year, two, three, four. Like, it's going to be times where you're thinking about it and you're going to want to break down. Let that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's gonna all it's going to do is eat you up. So, once you, you know what I'm saying, once you're able to kind of take your time and, and get your head back right, then, you know, start doing the things you need to do. But right now, for everybody else's sake, you know what I'm saying, you got to be strong. So you have to make sure that you're okay because eventually you're going to have to support the, your other siblings. Right. Mentally or whatever. You're going to have to be there for everybody because you're one of the oldest. You know what I'm saying? So, And it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of weight to carry. Mm-hmm. But if you're not right, you know what I'm saying, things going to be shaky. Actually. So. Well said, fellas. On that note, we are going to wrap this thing up. Y'all boys, shout out to our social medias and things of that nature. SMUV underscore underscore. Follow me on everything, little bitch. So well, underscore fitness, all platforms. Make sure y'all boys follow. Just, you know, stream the S5 podcast. We're on, you know, on on a few platforms or whatever. You want a few laughs. Get a few laughs in. Definitely. B was on episode 50, I think we did. Yeah, 50. A few few episodes back. So y'all check that out. It was good. A lot of debating going on. We talk about a little more sports and basketball. I mean, sports and and rap. So, if y'all just want some laughs and some nonsense, tune in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit AC everywhere. Um, y'all know where to find me at, man. Keep on supporting all the pages. Shout out to our Patreon members. First and foremost, and the TikTok community. Yeah, TikTok community. Shout out to y'all. Um, you know, I love you know uploading content over there and reading those comments, man. Y'all, y'all. I mean, I. I know I just love the the mindset of TikTok. You would think like TikTok be the young kids, so it'd be a lot of immature stuff going on mm-hmm. over there. But now nah, it really be some deep conversations being had in, in those comments, and yep. you know we read all of it. Yep, so y'all yep. keep that up, man. And um, that's a fact. Yeah, I mean I think that's all I got. Like I said, Kenny T will be back next week, and we'll be back and be back in full force. Month. Um, <laughs> keep spreading the word. Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Put your parents on. I I got a few older co-workers listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We need some young college kids. You know what I'm saying? The ones transitioning, going to college. We need all of y'all. Cause yeah. we, all right. we helping all of y'all, and we, we giving y'all game that we never got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All we doing is sharing our experience in real time. So, Well said. And on that note, we're going to get out of here with a record. From Drake <laughs> Another record baby Come on uh, This is called In that, the Bible That guy Featuring Lil Dirk And uh, Giveon Okay 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 Counting on my body Damn the things just start to pile Judge me how you judge me, take them bitches out of trial. Fuck the hundred niggas, how them niggas love you now? You don't know love, you don't love me like my child. Lay your ass down, and that liquor get you fired up. Turn up every day, girl, it don't say that in the Bible. Can't give it up, cause you love the lifestyle. Told the girls to meet at town. Now y'all doing shots, now them bitches got you fired up. Don't know who you talking about, I'll put that on the Bible. Turning up on me, don't make me turn it back around. And you know, 
like I'm Tiger Woods, the way I'm teed off the 17. And you know, pockets on whatever jeans, forever green. And you know, told me a lot of things, but ain't say everything. But now I know every single thing. There was plenty things I didn't know. Plenty things you didn't say. Was fucking with you anyway. Was fucking with you way before you had some confessions to make. You decide to take it to the grave. I know you gon' take it. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. Okay, okay, okay. Counting on my body. Damn, the things just start to pile. Judge me how you judge me. Take them bitches out of trial. Fuck the hundred niggas. How them niggas love you now? Lay your ass down and that liquor get you fired up Turn up every day, girl, it don't say that in the Bible Can't give it up, cause you love the lifestyle Okay, 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 trenches, bitch, I got her salon Gucci and Poochie is deep in the budget She hit on the Roger for Louis Vuitton It's not in the Bible, the wife on I'm Muslim, I go back Quran The way I be smiling and holding my gun She think I be mimicking Vaughn Grandson. She only play me in the whip Indie Royal Cosmetic I'm just promoting my bitch Drake song, do it being streams for show I'm just promoting her shit Nasty with it Take her to soul, no bellow And get her some massive titties Fashion nigga Rule call when they drop Like send my addy with it Bitch let me in, I'm glad she did it No, I be testing bitch Back to back, I'm wrestling with him Lean voice, I'm raspy with it I did my dance one time on TikTok And went viral with it Okay, okay, okay. Counting on my body, damn the things just start to pile. Judge me how you judge me, take them bitches out of trial. Fuck the hundred niggas, how them niggas love you now? You don't know love, you don't love me like my child. Lay your ass down and that liquor get you fired up. Turn up every day, girl, it don't say that in the Bible. Can't give it up, cause you love the lifestyle. You gon' see it real soon I'm not what you think I'm 